What's up? It's May 23rd, Sunday. I'm here with my trusted cohort, Tyler What's DePazio. up, JP? Hi, I'm here. Hey, I'm feeling it today, if you know what I'm saying. I, we yes. got Nate, the great Mortimer, in my other corner here. As always, my trusted ally in arms. What's going on, Nate? What's up, man? So, Tyler's going to be uh, moderating today. I know in the past we've done a couple Mass Effect-related uh, podcasts that kind of uh, took over. Wait, 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 wait. I thought this was a Mass Effect only podcast. It, it could be. I mean, <laughs> we, might, we might dive back in. I don't that. know we'll if see. we'll go, go down that uh, road, but, uh, you know, start with what you know. Uh, that's like, you know, the common adage there. Tyler, what do we got on deck today? Why don't you uh, kind of run us through what we're looking at here? Yeah, so we're, we're, uh, we're a couple episodes in. We, we realize that. <laughs> People that know us know us, and that's that's fine. But that's anyone true. that is listening to that, hello, welcome, welcome to the welcome new, to the newcomers. The yes, uh, but we we thought that it'd be cool to dive into our history uh, back when we were younger kids, and, and mm. essentially talk about like what brought us into video games, what what kind of grabbed uh, our attention in the you know channel and medium of, of of gaming as a whole. A nice introduction, as you might say, of who we are. I mean, yeah. like, right, like like we, I, I feel like we are a, a pretty I'm going to go out and say diverse uh, group just, just from a uh, interest, uh, age, all that stuff. Yeah, um, I think we, I think we check a lot of boxes. I think so. I we think there a, are always more boxes to check, but absolutely. we have well, we have yes. who we have. I mean, you have three people. You're only going to check yeah, somebody. Sure. Right? Right. We have a good age uh, range. We have a good perspective range. I think it's good. I think we'll learn a lot about each other and ourselves in this I, episode. I, I think we will. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, what do you got? So, uh, so I wrote uh, some questions. Lead down. off here for us. Yeah. Um. And and we can go about this in different different ways. But I yeah. thought that a good intro question would be, you know, like, what's the first game you remember playing? Not necessarily the one that spoke to you. That was like, oh my gosh, I'm into right. video games or anything. But right. what is your first hit of a a video game? Now that could be a Tiger Electronics game. If if you're going back to kind of wow. my day, right? Yeah. But now, this is tough. We did not hear these questions beforehand. We didn't. And I'm sorry. I could, I could no, start throwing no. I think that's good. We get it off the cuff. Okay. I think I, that's when you're getting your most honest. You I something? know, yeah. I, like for fact, what that yes, instance Start was, us off. Right? Beautiful. Yes. So I was super young. Don't remember how young. I was probably two, three, four years old. Mm-hmm. Like I was super young. Yeah. We had this big CRTV. It was brown. It, um, it had like wood paneling down the one side and it had dials, not like buttons mm-hmm, or switches. Mm-hmm. right? Wow. And it was in our basement and my dad had this workshop in our basement. So to, to paint like a picture, right? Um, there was a set of stairs that led down from our kitchen and the basement split into two halves. The right half was like a really scary place with a bunch of cobwebs and stuff. We never went there in the laundry room. And then the left side was like, like the kids playroom right so they had all our toys in there and stuff and my dad's workshop was also in there and that was like a sacred place like that's where all the dangerous stuff was there were two padlocks on it the door was <laughs> locked all the time like it was not a place we were allowed to go in so my dad who's notorious for not finishing projects uh was starting a project while my mom was in the hospital or uh out doing something if she was in the hospital, it was because she was having my sister. That's too. But like, I was going to say, that, that, that is a range. <laughs> well, of so she was either in the hospital or running she errands. The, so yeah, here's the thing: if she was in the hospital, <laughs> she, she was having with that woman. She I was mean, having my sister, and I remember specifically whenever my parents had uh, the older of my two sisters, um, my dad tore up the entire dining room while she was in the hospital. So, Whoa. 
because you busy, and, right? and you didn't like, finish that one. No, <laughs> oh, man, that's rough. Yeah, you don't want. She came home. There's video of her, like you know, you know, like the old video recorders, like the VHS ones, but they had the little mini mm-hmm. VHSs yeah, that go into yeah, the big VHSs. Yeah. I remember watching one of those when we were converting all of those over to DVD of my mom coming home for the first time with Rochelle and her literally opening the door and going, "Sam, what did you do?" <laughs> oh, so she didn't just start yeah, weeping yeah. immediately. That's, yeah. that's when you. Uh, don't want to start that project <laughs> yeah. if you're Farm not finishing mother. it. Yeah, so, that's rip. I think my dad was doing that, or it was the year after, and he was starting some other project that was obviously going to upset her. But right. um, he was opening the very dangerous room, and I was super curious. I was in that I want to kill myself because I'm four years old and nothing will kill me age. Absolutely. And uh, he found an old Nintendo, like NES, in there. And he hooked it up to the old CRTV, and he sat me down, and he handed me the controller, and I the mario duck hunt combo yep. right oh. so he hooked up the little light gun and he hooked up you know the little controller and he let me shoot at ducks all day and then whenever i was like getting bored and going to bug him he'd switch it over to mario and then whenever i got bored with mario i'd go back to the duck hunt and he just kind of kept me out of that room all day by doing that but like that that, that is revealing by the way that reveals so much <laughs> about you that you started with duck hunt tells me so much it makes all it perfect sense now <laughs> so long story short like he put me on that train and I, I feel like you know we always make fun of like modern day parents for babysitting with like their phones and tv and stuff mm-hmm. but like my dad modern day babysat me when i was a child so he could piss my mom off by tearing up the floors ahead of his time really that's impressive yeah duck hunt and mario is that the original mario or yeah that'd be mario brothers it wasn't i guess it's the original for us right but I don't think it was the original. I, I played original. the or, original. On, on right, right. It's Game the original Boy. Mario Brothers. But what I'm saying is I think in like it, America, it was, the original sure, cartridge sure. was the split. But I think Mario at one point, its life did come like right. separate. See, I'm, I'm too. Were you talking cartridge wise? Yeah. yeah. I'm yep. too young for this. I, I'm i I'm honestly right there with Nate. Not to cut you off, but no, like just yeah, they, it's it's roughly the same thing. My my uh, uh, my uncle was clearing out his attic and got all of his like old Nintendo stuff out with you know, my cousins. Yeah. And uh, he, he gave us this, this giant bag of uh, Nintendo games. And my mom was like, I don't know. Like, I don't want him getting addicted to video games. It'll, and, it'll and rot your things. brain. Like, yeah, <laughs> basically. And she loves telling this story, but he, he like, he was like, Sally, look, that's my mom's name. Sally. I know. Uh, the context clues. Yeah. They're, right. they're a thing. I just don't ever know. Uh, so he was like, he's going to get tired of it in like a week. He's going to play it for a week. <laughs> he's going to get tired of it. And that's it. Famous last words. And uh, I, I played it. Um, well, so here's the thing is I didn't play it. We, we, we got home. Um, we had the old stuff. And that was like back with the, like the RCA cable. So it was like red, white, yellow. You're trying to plug yeah. all that stuff in. Yep. It, like, I said my dad plugged it in, but like he actually like screwed it in because, yeah, yeah. it was the little yep. Dude, needle. you guys are yeah, you, you put it That's in like the antenna insane, and stuff. Man. Yeah, wow. so it, it wouldn't work. Yeah. And and these were fairly old. And they were in an attics. They're all dusty and everything. You have to do the whole like blowing on them and all that garbage. And and I was crestfallen as as a young young <laughs> child. And bless my dad, he he stayed up. It had to, like I'm thinking this is like super late at night. It was probably maybe like ten o'clock. My bedtime was like seven thirty back then. Yeah, dude, that's huge. But he he comes up the stairs and I'm I'm asleep or, or close to it or whatever and he kind of shakes me awake he's like i got it <laughs> and i'm like what and he's That's like it. it it works and he let me come down the stairs and we, we played uh super mario brothers for eight, it cut it maybe like a half hour or something just to, to show me he's like no go to bed it'll be here in the morning and then that was that saturday where we got it oh my gosh 
It was were, were you were you in immediately? Like, um, yeah, and and we'll talk about this more because I, I want to hear what, yeah. what your first thing yeah. was. Like, I I was in in the way that I idolized my my cousins at the time, right? Like, mm, this, this is the sense. first yes. um, yeah. like video game or really any like type of electronic that I had, um, right. which I I was super into. Um, short of like we had, I'm in. If you're being technical, I guess technically. Uh, Wheel of Fortune for MS DOS was my quote unquote first video game, my if God. you can count that. <laughs> um, but this was my first like true like gaming like right. video game like right. type of thing. But so I, I, I could say I was in. Yeah. So speaking of you know the Nintendo coming out of a random place, I did not know that the original NES had a dust cover for like the cartridge chamber. <laughs> Until I was like much older. Was yours like just snapped off? Yeah, just my gone. dad didn't have it. It wasn't there. There, there was so no I, dust cover. Yeah, I see, no I don't idea. know. I never even touched the NES. You so did. I, I, I mean, I, and no, and I know specifically you at did, your house because one of the worst memories I have of my childhood. Uh oh. We were, you know, how like whenever Thanksgiving and stuff would happen. Yes, so yes. real quick for context, Perez and I are related. My mom and his mom are yes, twins. Yes. True. Um. So my room was like. I was the second oldest cousin, and yes. my room was like the room that everybody would go to to it, like hang out. It was out. the promised land. Yeah. Yes, that's where all like the video games, absolutely, and the toys and stuff were. You just we waited all out. year to get to Nate's room. <laughs> I, yeah, it, that's what it was actually. Me and Evan, we were like, "Who's my brother?" Uh, it, it, Nate was always the cool cousin who had all the fancy stuff, and uh, you would wait all year, like, "Dude, we're going to Nate's today, dude!" Like it was like Christmas morning. It was amazing. <laughs> But we were all sitting on my bed, and I remember distinctly we were taking turns playing Super Mario 3 because it was the two-player one. Oh, and God, I do not remember this. <laughs> you, well, you were super young. I, yeah, I must have been very young. But Ashley uh, got up off my bed and sprinted towards, like, Kelsey or something whenever the Aurora showed up. Okay. And sprinted through the cords and took the Nintendo out, and it broke in half. Like the motherboard and stuff fell out. I was Whoa, so upset. No. I do not remember that. So thank God it wasn't me. I think it was me and Evan playing at that point in time. Probably. But like you were in the room watching us yeah. for sure, and Ashley just and, and this took is something I I wanted to get into, but I'll start with the original premise. My first game that I remember. I mean, I do not remember that memory at all. How crazy is that, by the way? I'm feeling very old right now, but that's all right. Oh, yeah. You guys are boomers. Like, it's insane. You're talking about screwing things in in the back of the TV. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, well, so it doesn't just start even like screwing it. Like, if you're talking like, which technically he was was saying, Nate was saying about, well, you're talking like the antenna, like the coax cable almost, right? Yeah. So the same thing. Like, yeah. Screw into your router now. White and. uh, Right. So what I'm saying is before that. Back in the day. Yellow. No. Back in the day cable was one black wire with a needle and it's coax cable yeah. a screw you guys are ancient <laughs> yeah. and you would stick wow. the needle in the hole in the back of the tv <laughs> and you would screw it on yeah this is enlightening which technically it hasn't come that far like you still do that for cable yeah it's, it's just, just going into a, right, box, into a different right? box yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe i never just had to do anything like that um anyways what was i talking about first gaming experience so yeah obviously i had things like that i i remember like I don't know where this fits on the timeline, but there was like this this game I played at my babysitter's house that was like a golf game. And by play, I mean like my older brother would play it and I would watch him. Um, but my first gaming experience had to be on the PlayStation 1. A little bit of context. Oh my God. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm young. Uh, my parents worked in Japan back in late '80s, early '90s ish. I would say early '90s probably. Um, and so they brought a lot of that back to the states with them, you know. And I was born, so I had a whole collection of. Uh, Pokemon cards in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I actually have a uh, a um, what's it called? What's what, what is it? Holographic Charizard in Japanese uh, somewhere in my room. You should probably find that. Yeah, that's, that's probably worth a lot. Something <laughs> with that craze going on. Knowing yeah. knowing how those Pokemon cards were kept when you were little, though, it's probably fucked. No, I mean it's in a it's in a it's in a uh, it's probably a case. fucked. <laughs> no, 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 it's in a case. Um, it was super nice. Um, but anyways, they brought back a PlayStation One because you know that was very Sony J- Japanese, right? So mm-hmm. that was a very Japanese thing at the time. <clears throat> it was a big thing back back then. Is when I don't know when the PS One came out, but it had to be around that time, right? Early nineties. Older, like we were in. I, I was probably maybe hitting middle school. Do you know when the at PlayStation One came look out? It up while you can okay. continue. Anyway, so they got a PlayStation One. They brought it back, and they had a handful of games. That they they brought back like Japanese culture kind of things and um, so my first memory of actually like playing a game controller in my hand was uh, Spyro the Dragon. It was Spyro one. I that was right, nineteen ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah, two thousand one so, was my guess. Two thousand one. Yeah, the no reason way. I was guessing that late though is because Pokemon like the cartridge red and blue came out in ninety seven or ninety eight. Final Fantasy VII came out in '97 for the PlayStation One. That's fine. Yeah. I was just thinking like we were still using. Oh, like, I see. You know, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. So, Spire of the Dragon was like the first experience I had. I I have a vivid memory of my dad playing with me, which is great. Like you know, my dad. It's crazy. Like he would play a video game with me, right? So he was playing with me before he went to work. Uh, we were playing Spyro One. That's the first kind of thing that i have but what i wanted to say earlier i know that we've had this discussion before Mm -hmm. um where you're like oh man i can't believe like you watched a let's play of of something you know what i mean yeah and i always have to remember too that like i was the oldest in my exactly that's that's the point i was gonna make i wasn't the person getting stuck yes (laughs) so so i have an older brother and he would dominate the console he would he would be playing everything and i was totally fine with just watching it and i guess you know i was at that age where i was young enough but i i just loved watching him helping him out when he was stuck like oh remember this guy said that and 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 you know all of that stuff that's why i i think that has a big part to play in why i can just sit down and watch a let's play on youtube and be totally fine you know what i mean because you know all the exclusives that's been coming out like especially in like sony like god of war um, which is apparently coming to pc based on a rumor really yeah i didn't think that one would yeah apparently it's uh the next one after this day's gone release just came out yeah. I, I still have to play Horizon. I heard that was that was good. I don't Tyler, like that, I think you like that. Alley, yeah. I, I know that Nate, you did not yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely will try that. The Final Fantasy remake I watched. I really loved Persona Five. Mm-hmm. I I'm super excited. They yeah. hope that comes out. I, I it will. It will. But Persona like, Four did so well on Steam that it has to, right? I think so. Yeah. But Atlas seems to be one that likes to perfect their craft. They're greedy. So Persona Six will be done before, before Persona, Persona 5, Five comes maybe, out. Maybe, maybe. 
Um, so, so let me ask you this then. So you mentioned with your brother, right? Yeah. I, I mentioned how I lost my cousins. Did, sure. Did, Nate, did you have anybody that was I had, saying like, try this game or check this out? Or, yes. or you just So it didn't come up until like later, like in the PS2 era, but we had one older cousin whose name was Garrett. Garrett. Oh yeah. And Garrett. Super, Super Mario 3, right? <clears throat> that was the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Garrett and his wife actually are both really big into games. And uh, Garrett has like four kids now, so he's kind of boring. But uh, <laughs> sorry, in, Garrett. <laughs> in their, uh, in their, in Garrett's bedroom, growing up in their like first like bedroom together, like in their house, they had like um, like wire shelving around the top of the entire bedroom, mm-hmm. and Garrett has his Garrett and Courtney had one of every console and their favorite game case beside it so it'd be like nes and then like super mario brothers 3 and then if courtney's was like super mario kart or whatever like those two were side by side and then you move over to the snes and it was their two games then the xbox that is really cool yeah 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 i like that so i mean that kind of idolization shaped me for a while right like so whenever uh like playstation uh one came out with like n64 and it was like picking one or the other right right yeah i know you don't that <laughs> but, where i started by the yeah, way I yeah know. so that, that i mean that that's the sad thing is that was actually the first console i bought well if you don't count like a game boy color i did buy a game how, Boy color how old were you when so i was i mean i was born in 88 um if playstation came out in 95 i probably got mine in like 96 97 i'd probably say it was. You, it was. You a said you bought it. Like, I did you buy bought it. Like my own money. Yeah. That's so that's insane. that's like saving up like that's birthday, crazy. Christmas money, all that stuff. Wow. For what it is, it's not like I went and got a job and, and no, paid no, for no. It, I'm just saying. I'm. That's. I, I definitely saved for it. Yeah. I respect um, the grind. But that was that was the thing is like you know whatever my cousins got or told me was yeah. cool. Yep. I followed in their footsteps, which yep. is why you know like the first thing I got was a PlayStation One, um, and then I got Tekken Three because it took me that many years like they, they cranked out Tekken's yeah but they had originally got Tekken 1 so that was just like oh that's a cool game I I have to be like them I'll, I'll play that right um and they you know really shaped kind of what I would play at an early age because yeah. they were my my kind of guidelines on like cool right like yeah, absolutely yeah. if they're listening to three doors down that that was the coolest song I knew at the but time that's, that's that's how you learn right I mean you just so, you just kind of idolize something you imitate you know what I mean? That's how you learn how to talk. That's how you, you know. Sure, but, so, but that, so that makes me... a lot of sense to me where it's like. So real quick too, Tekken 3 is actually on my list. So your Tekken 3 was because that was like the thing you played with your older cousins. My first like experience with that was like Budokai on the PlayStation 2. It was yep. the first time I beat Garrett. And he yep. knocked a filling loose on my in my mouth because <laughs> he threw a controller at my face. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, I, I did not know about that one. Yeah. That's insane. Um, wow. Long story short, one time at Universal as a kid, I was running next to this fountain with a big sign that said, don't run, and fell, chipped my tooth, got the filling in, beat Garrett as Krillin in Budokai oh. 2, and he threw the controller in my face. Krillin's his, the front his favorite character, by the yeah. way, just for gotcha. context. Gotcha. Yeah. Beat, that he, feels he bad. He threw the controller at my face and knocked out the front tooth filling. Oh, my God. Um, that, <laughs> was, that was a Thanksgiving trip. If, if you know but, uh, Garrett... That's shocking. Yeah. He's like the well, nicest guy you'll ever meet. That's insane. But uh, so that happened. But like my first experience with like the older cousin thing is Halo 2. With Tekken, mm, okay. that was actually the first game I ever played with my grandfather. And he whooped the fuck 
out of me. <laughs> like it was bad. The like, the one that um worked the, at Disney or yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay. My dad yeah. would always do like the just crouch and do like quick jabs and oh, like no. win he that way. It up. Like, I don't know what it was. If yeah. He was just button mashing or what. But he was talking trash and telling <laughs> wow, me how bad I true suck. fighting game in Connoisseur. Like, I don't he, know if you remember Anna Williams, who like if she wins, she just shakes her tits or ass or whatever. And my dad would only Tekken? play in Tekken. Okay, yeah, okay. he would only play as her. Because then every I time he won, he would just laugh. And not, of characters. Not like, the is, is there like a Bob in Tekken? Now there is. Yeah, old old man. Like, he, isn't like he Tekken like the, five Isn't he like the cover guy or no? Who am I thinking he, of? He, to be fair, he was on the cover. I think of Tekken five. Okay, so that's again. I am super young. Maybe six. I, I don't. Know. Yeah, Tekken three. I have no idea, dude. Tek- like, Tekken three. I think is, I, is I know that there's like a Bobcat guy. Is he newer? King? King's old King, guy? King, yeah. Oh, my King God. He's a Jaguar. You yeah. <laughs> what? Bo- Bobcat, Jaguar? That's going to be the same that's family. Very oh, that's a very different thing. No way. Yeah. I apologize Tell me three, to all fans. three differences between a Bobcat and a Jaguar right the now. The size. Bobcats are Thank like... You, Nate, I can't wait, Nate watches the Nature Channel. I, 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 the I no, believe it or not. So, I don't know if you remember this, but our most recent cabin trip to... We saw a Bobcat. I think it was the one in West Virginia, wherever you and Mike went on that hike, and I went paddleboarding with the girls. Sure. Um, but we heard a really crazy sound like the first night we were there, and Abby and I Googled it and found out that it was a bobcat. And then we Googled bobcats are, are like smaller than coyotes, and they're not vicious unless they're in heat or they're like rabid. Wow. And they make the strangest fucking sound. They don't sound like a cat. It sounds like a door creaking. Like, it's really weird. I'm glad I did not know this. I would not have slept. You do learn something new every day. I was actually, I was playing baseball I had my big friend with me. We would have been okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously. I was playing baseball, like, last week, and I heard a crazy sound from the forest. I wonder if it was a bobcat, man. It was, it was an insane, it sounded like a banshee. It was two animals fighting, for sure. Absolutely. (laughs) But I, I, dude, I don't know. See, it's like eleven you o'clock that, you, just, you just back off. You're like, okay, it's. Well, so I was in the outfield, so I was close to it. Cat. It looks like a cat. I know they're not very big. Like like a, a like a house cat. Yeah. To like to a, like clarify, a man, because like a I, I understand that they're all cats. Yes. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. <laughs> they part that of the feline. Uh, I'm not that stupid. So I'm gonna turn this up real quick. Here's here's a bold take. We're here. gonna see if this is actually the. I'm sure this will come through fine. Okay. Well, hang on. I uh, I'm gonna make a bold take yeah, here, real let's, quick. Let's hear that take. The cat family is better than the dog family. Yeah. Now I'm a dog person. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm gonna pick a domesticated animal, it's gonna be a dog, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, if you, once you get up the 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 pyramid on the dogs family, dogs are done. I mean, you have dogs guess, are done. Wolves, like what do you, what do you sure, have? Like, like a, a painted your wolf, your coyote, uh, a wolf. You, know. you yeah. have a painted something in Africa. Uh, sure. You, you know, know what, what I'm talking you about. Know what beats that? A lion. That's what I'm saying. Well, actually, lions are pretty bad. Uh, Jaguar, I think, I a think, cheetah, uh, a I think panther, a panther yeah. is up there. I think a panther might be S tier. There's a dude, dude, there's a YouTube channel. There's, so there's a YouTube channel King that have a nemesis named Panther, or am I just making that up? It Armor was like King. a reskin of him. Yeah, Armor King. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. There's King and Armor King in Tech. Oh, it's a whole King, thing. King's yeah. great. I, I remember but, King. All right, all right so, let's hear this weird sound. Uh, okay. I think hey, that's a bird. But that's like a, here. I think that's a yeah, raptor. Sounds, it's like is this Jurassic Park? Or? This is, no, this is a bobcat. That's a bobcat? Yeah. 
I, <laughs> I, feel, like I feel like Nate's, Nate's trolling us right <laughs> he now. Might be, he I, might I, be. I think that's what sounds like a dude just yelling, right? That's a bobcat. Yeah. All right. And that's what we heard outside the cabin take, when we were sure. in that's West Virginia. Impressive. That's, that's just the West Virginians trolling. The West Virginians are an interesting region. <laughs> they're, wild. <laughs> they're wild and wonderful. That yeah, is their state motto. We're, ours is in Pennsylvania, pursue your happiness. Which is insane. Which is what we're doing. We, we are. We, we are doing that. We are fine. We are trying. Hey, we're doing a so, podcast. So we're trying let to me, fight. Let me, let me throw this guy. Okay. Oh, we're you. coming we'll, back. We'll coming back yeah, to bring, it. Okay. Bring it good, back. good, good. We need someone to get this what, back. Yeah. What is your first uh, game that you essentially discovered on your own? Like not influenced at all. And this is just something that you found, that you played, that you loved. Just you. Did, not can influenced you define by anyone. discovered on your own? Does it mean... You had to pay for it yourself, or I don't think I don't think that. So, for instance, my my first memory of a game that I just I just found and mm-hmm. was like, I'll try this out, and, yep. and it, it was Armored Core on on PlayStation. Okay. Again, this is kind of PlayStation was my first personal console that I paid with my own money, and I, right. I bought all the right. games for. Right. Um, but Armored Core was the first one that no one told me anything about it. Yeah. I was like, oh, this looks neat. It was like. Ten dollars at Kmart or something. It was the, oh the only thing God. I could afford at the time. Inflation, <laughs> and uh, and I and I got that, and yeah. I thought it was awesome. But that was like what, the first what, thing I could uh, think of. I'm not familiar with that game. Oh, I don't want to get. Uh, so Armored Core is basically you are a mech for hire, police mech for police hire. mech for oh, hire, or you could be on the Renegades a, or whatever. It's a mech. You're kind of you're thing. mercenary, so you can just pick your missions based off of the highest bidder. And there's like faction wars of like corporations that want you and different things like that. That sounds sweet. And you, <laughs> and you buy parts for your mech, and you can pick. Do you want to be like this heavily armored like tank guy? Like you pick your treads. Your uh, like if you want to be like a like a quad legged thing and yeah. stuff. Which you know you could be like crazy firepower. But you have to pay for everything. So you have to pay for your right. ammo. You have to pay for, you know, it's like the Tarkov so of Armored Max. Tarkov, honestly, probably would be my game. Like, the one that I, like, found that wasn't, like, in, well, actually, it was influenced by you, so never mind. I did tell you to play yeah. Tarkov. I told you you'd love this game. It's a, it's a so tough question. I, 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 I want to put this on the record. I told Nate he would love Tarkov, and he told me it was stupid as fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this looks stupid. And now, who's playing Tarkov Just all me. the time? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I told him he'd love it. It's right up his alley. But uh, uninfluenced, and you might remember this. Do you remember that tank game? It was like anime based. You you built like your tank from the ground up. No. You could get like angel <laughs> wings and like shit and fly around. I, I'm young, man. I don't. It was like Bomberman. We played it on the PlayStation 2, so you were old enough, and I know we played it together. I remember Champions of Norath. That's the one that really that stuck with me. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. And, th- and that's why I think, I, not to just derail it, but that's what I'm great at. I think I love Diablo because that's the same shit, right? Like yeah. that's top down. Have you actually played through Diablo yet? No. We need to You're, do that. With you guys was the first. I fucking bought it full mm. price, by the way, <laughs> yeah. uh, because it's Tyler's favorite game. And we played for a couple hours. It was fun. I think I we just like need to do Tyler it. Tyler and I both felt that you did not enjoy it. I did enjoy it. It was see, late. I did, I did not think you enjoyed I, it. I was tired. Long. It was late. And... Uh, it's tough. I mean, Tyler, you know this better than anyone where it's like, hey, play this game and I'm just going to throw all this shit at you like because I, I love this game and I know everything about it. You know what it's I mean? True. Yeah. I and, mean, uh, opening yourself up to that, though, is if you just let it happen. Yes. I'm down. I'm down to play it. I'm yeah. down to finish it, even if I don't like it. I, I want to experience it. And I maybe some context on this. We... I've been floating around this theory, not theory, but this idea where we 
suggest something to the other person, right? So the first thing that we're doing is Tyler's playing through Final Fantasy VII, the original one, uh, with me and another buddy who really liked that game. And it's an experience. Yeah. I mean, it's a really it old, 20 plus years old game. 15 hours in. Yeah. Technically 18. Yeah, we put 18 hours in and, that thing so And far. he knows better than anyone. Like, we're just throwing all this shit at him because yeah. we know all of the context. And um, it's a very interesting experience slash playthrough. I can't wait till we... I think we'll do an episode on that once you get it done. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We'll do like a... I, I don't want to call it a spoiler cast because it's <laughs> from 97, but you know what I mean? Right, like right, it's, right. But that's the thing is like, you know, we're playing, we're playing through Diablo and Nate and I already yeah. are like, you know, maxed level, right. like beat Not the season. And that you're, you're, well, so, right, but you're so beyond where I'm at. And that's I'm a tough a thing because level it's, it's hard for you to remember what your first experience was like with that, where you didn't know anything. You know what I mean? And, and that's you, the thing. Did, like, you, did I you start with three or I did Diablo start with three? Yeah. It was yeah. actually rough. Right. I didn't beat that till like two years after. Yeah. Really? Believe it or not, it was like Tarkov. They had an auction house that was like player driven and you could use like real money to buy. I, shit. I love that. I love when there's cause cause I play I was a RuneScape player. Mm-hmm. So I the no, no, no. you could use like cash money, like US dollars to buy like swords and shit from people that you wanted. That's kind of fun. I got it. Yeah, that. I don't like that. I like the there's like an economy in the game kind of thing it broke so, diablo broke it imagine if you could start well, yeah, borderlands if can, out if you can and you pay can with real money the gold guns at the that, that's why that's such a bad idea you mm-hmm. should not be able to pay with real money like i am of the opinion that real money should be cosmetic but see this is the thing is like you know we're playing through the campaign with you on that right right, right. we got we got it fairly yeah, far beginning like, we, we beat the first boss. like the skeleton king right yes. yeah um but the thing is you know like we're taking time and you're just like, okay, let's see, is is this the best one for this? And you're and you're going through your inventory and you're you're doing all this right. stuff. Yeah. And I'm biting my tongue because it's it's I I just want to scream at you like, none of this matters. Like you're gonna you're gonna find so much better gear in in five minutes. Exactly. This, but, yeah. but I don't want to. I mean, I'm obviously telling you this now. Yeah. Because, but see, but, I didn't know what but, you're doing. But that. I didn't want. But I didn't want to say anything because the the main thing when I was playing that game originally that I yeah. loved was exactly that. Now, granted, I was playing by myself. Yeah. So it was, I had all the time in the world. Yeah. I could sit there and agonize over all the little min-maxing of stats and things like that. That's a, yeah. That's a very fun part of that game. Yes. That if that's your first time experiencing it, like, by all means, man, go for it. That's yeah. all. Like, I didn't well, want, I don't want to Now you know how I that. feel. Where, right. where you're the like, part that's kind of rough for me is that you were super tired and weren't paying attention to half the game? I was I was paying attention. Well, but but the problem probably, is here's the thing. We're starting with the third game in the series. Right, right, right. Well here's the, that's what I'm getting to. Okay. So in the very first chapter of the game, all of the lore books they're literally just hanging out on pedestals all around that game world explain the entire plot line of Diablo one and two. Well, here's the thing. Including like, like the Leoric thing and the Skeleton King, like that ghost yeah. mod that little like scene with the ghost knights and whatnot yeah. explains like what happened to Diablo so, 2 that caused Diablo 3 kind of deal. I think what you guys should do at that point is just fill me in. Like, hey, here's what's going on. We'll send you a YouTube video because there are people who do it in like 15 minutes and it's actually... I could do that. And, but, but I, I like you, playing... Because that's what we're doing for you in Final Fantasy. We're like, hey, I think the main difference there, though. But here's the gist. I think the you main know? difference, though, is I I don't think Diablo three. And granted, this is this is me just starting off in Diablo three. Right. So you know, I don't have any necessary love for the series like I do with like Warcraft or something and that. Sure, which I would be down to do as well. Warcraft three, Warcraft would be pretty good. Yeah, um, get the egg timers going. But, <laughs> but 
for me, it's like I don't I don't care so much about the story, so that never really Same. mattered to me, right? Like it was all about yeah, the actual gameplay loop. Sure. Um, where with Final Fantasy, maybe I'm looking at it the from exact the exact opposite. Angle, like Final yes. Fantasy, sure. I make the joke of I don't care about materia or, or spells or anything like, but I I really I so, really don't like I don't care about the character of like okay, what's the best build for this or like I I appreciate do, how to do it. But do you think that some party that likes um, organizing? trying to find combinations with the materia though that you know um yes except that i think i came at it way too late i think other games have sure, done it's it way better. outdated yeah. yeah right exactly i mean honestly I mean, even honestly. mass effect being or not mass effect well not kind of but mass effect not really there's no, uh, there's no i i, I would, I would even that, say I like think. diablo does it better mass finding two that's one of the things the, i hate about it <laughs> we don't we do not want to go back into mass effect <laughs> But, I, I, but like you're, uh, you I know, I bring up Grandia all the time. I think Grandia does it better. Sure. I, I think a lot and of Grandia games came out do that system later. better. Uh, yeah, 2005? yeah, exactly. So, so sure. that's but that's the thing is I played those games before I played Final yes. Fantasy. Yes, no, absolutely. So it's like I, I totally time, get, at right? this point, it's the story. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. And re playing it with you. I mean, like, so what we're doing is we're watching him play it, right? Like he's kind of he's streaming it for us. Um. The story holds up, in my opinion, because, you it know, does. where yeah. we left off last time, it's like you were kind of on board with it. Yeah. And, you know, we'll save this for another episode, but long story short is, um, you know, going back to those things. So, like, Diablo is an old game, so you kind of understand how I feel, like, playing through it. Like, it doesn't look nice. It it The mechanics are actually pretty decent. I, I, I kind of enjoyed it. Diablo, the reason I like it, don't care about the story, it very much gave me like the old school Champions of Norath vibes, which is the only reason I Yeah, I guess it. we did because I thought you would enjoy it. Yeah. Don't remember anything about Champions of Norath. I do. Remember I remember all, the ant. Do you not remember the ant cave? I remember all of the environments. Yes. I remember the, the cloud giant yes. city. I yes. remember the weird like alien, like you're inside a stomach, but not inside a stomach. Don't remember deal. that. <laughs> like crazy. I remember the, 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 the intro, caves, the, like, the forest yep. mm-hmm. where you, where you start in the village that's above the tree line. Yeah. I yeah. remember all of yeah. the. I remember all of the. I do not remember who the bad the, guy is. I, I don't, don't remember yeah. that. I yeah. don't remember who the characters were even. I remember they they were I, classes. I think you. I played the barbarian guy. Yeah, I don't that remember what any of them looked like mm-hmm. or anything. Apparently, Champions of Norath is based off like um, not D and D, but uh, Pathfinder or something. Mm-hmm. I think three point five, which I didn't even that, realize. Was that makes a thing. sense. Yeah, that people love. Not to get off track, but we're already way off track. People love Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. They think One it's thing the I'm best debating on version. buying is uh, they just not mm, excuse me. Is uh, they just released the original uh, Dark Alliance, the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, the hack and slash like the Champions of Norath, but the D and D edition with like it's the a, it's a video characters. game. Yeah, yeah, it's old. They, I think it's delayed on Steam, but it's coming to Steam. It's coming to Switch. Who, and it's, who made that one? I don't remember. You it was old. It was on the sure. PlayStation 2, and it was a hack oh, and slash. Okay. And if you remember, too, the PlayStation 2 era was actually kind of short-lived for me because that's when Uncle Sam taught me how to build computers. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was that. Play, PlayStation actually, 2 was Actually, that, that would make... I guess that would make sense. If, if we're going to get back on track here, the <laughs> question that you posed was, what was the first <laughs> what independent was game? First independent yeah. game? Yeah. I actually have a, a specific memory of this one. So I was in um, Toys R Us. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're in the game section and games cost like what, $20 or whatever. And so we, me and my brother got to pick one game and I'm looking around and um, we were on the PlayStation two at this point, And I see this game of this. Uh, so it's the cover. 
has the little greatest hits uh, thing at the top. Yeah, green strip, sure. Red, Red. strip. Yeah. I'll replace it. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Fuck, I'm yep, so old. Sure. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So it's a red strip, greatest hits, um, and it was the like background of Paris, France, and this raccoon sitting on a uh, fucking <laughs> satellite or something. Sure. Sly Cooper won. That, I just thought it looked cool, which is what... Um, oh, no, yeah, I was talking to Kyle. Kyle, same story with Final Fantasy VII. It's like, oh man, this guy looks cool, big sword. And I'll get you this. Just pick it up and yeah, right. It, yeah. Sly Cooper was a Best Buy rental, for, or not Best Buy, Blockbuster Video rental for Blockbuster. Oh <laughs> man, I remember those. But yeah, I picked up Sly Cooper. Definitely one of my favorite games of all time, like favorite series for sure. Yeah. Um, but that that's definitely the first one. Like I independently saw it. Picked it myself. Know what he told me about it. What a pick! Yeah. By the way, I love. I miss those times where you just randomly right. get something and you're like, "Wow, this is amazing." Nate, did you tell us what yours was? Yeah, I'm gonna look up the name. So if you want to go, because uh, I mean, Armored Core was mine. Um, so I, did you play Sly Cooper? Or I, I never played. You no. missed out on some of the PlayStation Two stuff. I had PlayStation Two, um, but I was playing. I you know I was still in the Tekken thing just because I felt like. Was that PS2? It Tekken? Was Tekken Tag. Okay. It was PS2. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think Tekken 4, maybe 5? I definitely definitely 4 okay. was. Um, and then, obviously, but, like, yeah, I was you going missed into, a lot like, of the, um, and stuff like that. SOCOM I did play. Those were great. Um, the, yeah, you missed a lot of, like, the big, the big okay. ones. It was called Seek and Destroy for the PlayStation 2. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. it's this little tank game. And this was the cover. Okay. Is this the anime tank game? Oh, yeah. this is what you're talking about. Oh, okay, gotcha. Here's I do not remember it by you, the way. You got to build like you went through and your character was always your tank. So like you you talked as like you were in your tank or whatever and like you could build like different things. So I literally made my tank like Bomberman. It had like giant angel wings and like <sighs> it would fly above the map and I would literally drop bombs on people and that's, that's how amazing. I would win like the fights. But like there was a multiplayer and I know we played it, but you were probably too young to remember. I, I do not remember it. Yeah, because no. the only people I ever played it with are my sisters who didn't really want to play it with me no. and then you and Evan. Right. And uh, I always loved playing against you guys because, you know, I had the PS2 and you guys had the GameCube. So, like, I was able to play these games. We, we like, did not have the GameCube until way later. I know. That's what I'm saying. But, like, did it, you guys, like, uh, have, like, a specific genre you liked as a kid? Or, or do we just not know what genre? I, I was always then? into adventure. So, I started with Spyro. Mm-hmm. I was a very imaginative. Like platformer type thing? or Not even necessarily. Like, yes, but. I was a very imaginative kid, right? Like, and I still am, where you have this, like, creative world. Mm-hmm. It's unique. Um, and, and Spyro definitely hit that for me, where you, you have all these different levels, and they're all unique, and there's a theme to them. Um, yeah. There's, like, specific enemies and stuff, and that always got my mind going, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'd run around the house pretending I was <laughs> in all these environments and stuff. I always loved that. So I would say like adventure. And that, that really hasn't changed, right? Like, I mean, I know you branch out and like you'll try new things, but I mean, is it, would you say that like the, the games that you would play and maybe we, we say like solo because it's tough to yeah. compare stuff nowadays just because it's yeah, obviously I mean, like I'm jaded now, right? Yeah, like right. I play you League have of Legends. Like you just, <laughs> like if, if you uh, ever want to try anything, you just drop oh, the money and you buy it. God, it. but yeah, yeah I, I would say, yeah. I mean, talking about like the games I would play solo now, 
I mean, I mean, you just did Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, right, great. So. It's all it's all about immersion immersion for me. So maybe that has changed because back in the day it was all about imagination. Mm-hmm. But Cyberpunk isn't really that, right? It's kind of immersion. It's it's yeah, it like what if what if you were in 2077 and you could mod yourself out and you were this kind of like badass hitman kind of guy, you know, getting hired to do whatever. So maybe it has morphed a little bit, but you can yeah. still use your imagination with that. With that, like, I imagine what I would do in that scenario, right? So that's something interesting, and I don't know what your next topic is or how long we've been speaking. But um, speaking of immersion, right? You guys, your version of immersion is getting lost in the world and specifically the story, right? Mm-hmm. Gameplay doesn't matter too, too much to you. So you guys are the people who will run through it on the easiest mode so that you can play the game, not have like a challenge or whatever, and just kind of run through. That's kind of a new thing for me. As I've gotten older, I put it on easy just because 20, I don't... 2019 I, was the first year where I'm like, yeah. I'm I'm actually going to do this through uh, I would say, like an I would, easy mode. Yeah, I would just, say like, like maybe last story, year, yeah. this year... 2020 or 2021 i forget what podcast it was but i was listening to it and they were they were making the case for like look if you if you're playing something and you don't like let's say you're not enjoying it or you're like oh i love the story but i'm not like the combat's not yeah like just i will never play a game on easy again see the thing is for me i'm an adult now and i have like a big boy job where Mm -hmm. it's like i don't have the time to play it on hard and bash my head against the wall to try to beat this boss i um not so Tyranny was like one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's one I have to play. But Pillars of Eternity was the original one. Like that was their like big CRPG, Obsidian CRPG before Tyranny, which Tyranny, I'm in once again, the minority of people who like that game. People didn't think it was good? No, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. But well, I've only ever like heard it. you talk about it, so I yeah. thought it was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> it's I, I I think you would enjoy it if you want a game with immersion. That is one of. Well, that's why I like this idea that we have, where I will play Tyranny. Yeah, you know what I mean. Tyranny's great. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, I, I think they left it on a cliffhanger, and uh, the, I think that jades a lot of people. They never picked it up. After yeah, that. yeah, because I, it didn't go as well as pillars right, of eternity did and right. i would argue that i disliked pillars of eternity compared to this game but um pillars of eternity if you played it on easy or story mode there are actual fights like boss fights and stuff that just don't exist in the game anymore that i don't like yeah, yeah. so I I, that yeah. so i found that out after playing it on story because mm-hmm. i wanted to get through it before uh pillars of eternity 2 came out because i liked the concept of it Right, but I did not like Pillars of Eternity enough to want to play through it, so they added a story mode where like you can breeze through all the fights and right. just follow the story. Yeah. But like, there was a point where like just certain things were missing; they, they cut them, and it, I, and it expedites you getting through like, the story. Though, but but right. I don't like but that I design. I didn't idea. notice it until I played it. Like, yeah, you wouldn't because know, I played right? it on a different yeah. difficulty. Right. So if I start all games on easy, I don't know what I'm missing out or what I could be. I, should, I think that's, that's unique. I don't know another example that does that. Do you? But you may no? not have come no. across a reason Maybe. to find that out. Maybe. So, sure. like for instance, but then uh, what to, are you guys playing point, Mass though. Effect on? Like Mass Effect One. What did you guys? Play, start I played on? it on normal. Yeah, I'm normal. Not change it. But, so, that, but we also have history with that, where we played. Like no. I have it. I've played it on insane. See, I looked it up, and I actually went and found that. The, the difficulty above it, whatever the one is above normal, like veteran or whatever, mm-hmm. 
is you have as much of a chance of dying in most fights as the they do of, of, as you yeah. killing the enemy. Like the time to kill is the same. Yeah. I, whenever it comes to like immersion, like, yes, I want to be immersed in the world and mass effect does a really good job of making you care about like, I know all the differences between all the races and I care about like their culture yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's part of it. The other part is I don't want to sit there and shoot a bunch of bullet sponges because that's not fun to me. And I don't want to sit there and be a bullet sponge because then there's no risk reward involved. So interesting. I, yeah. I have to play it on so a higher difficulty. Mass Effect for that. me. Sorry to cut you off, but no, it's it's actually not immersive like cyberpunk is. And I think we talk about like I've talked about the first versus third person aspect of that. Whereas mm-hmm. I'm in first person in cyberpunk. I feel like I'm there. Sure. You know? With Mass Effect, it feels like, yes, I make myself because I actually do like a custom Shepard and all that jazz, but it feels like just like a story if I would insert mm-hmm. myself into it. Does that make sense? Where it's yeah. not like I'm there. I feel like I'm there. It feels like I'm watching. Do you only feel like you're there and like you're immersed in games like Fallout and stuff because you're in first I think person? so. I think that's a huge thing where it's like, I know you don't like it because you can't see how awesome you look and stuff like that, but you can't see how awesome you look in real life. Like, unless you're looking in the mirror, right? I would agree with you, but I would only agree with you up until the point where the main character wasn't voice acted. Yes, you, that is a good point. I do, the the cyberpunk one at least, which is the most recent example, I do like his voice acting. His voice acting is good. So I sound nasally as shit. Doesn't sound like me. Yeah, so I'm I mean, there's embarrassed. obviously some fantasy to it where, like, man, I wish I sounded badass. But I, I think my my definition of immersion is a little bit more fluid than that. Okay, um, which I agree with you, right? Like, I I can understand how first person is immersive, and that that puts you right in the, the thick of it. For me, it's like if I, you know, today's point of like understanding all the different races in Mass Effect, for instance, or for sure. uh, I know we were, we were talking about the game Pyre for a while, where it's like. You know, which you're, is, you're which reading is another one on my list. That, yeah. that is it's such a great. You'll love it. I gave it a I, shot. I, I did not you, get into it, but you'll love it. I thought you, um, Nate, originally told me about the premise of it, and I was like on board because it, it, is it like the sports one? It's yeah. a sports one yeah. where you're getting out. Of, like, I would totally, yeah, basically. absolutely be down. That sounds yeah. uh, like right up my alley. But for me, I consider those immersive just because I'm so invested in the world and I'm so invested okay. in the characters and the I, story that mm-hmm. I'm immersed in that universe. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Again, I, I know I talked about how like Mass Effect made me like legitimately depressed when it was ended because it pulled me out of that universe. Yes, Not yes. the ending or anything, but just because I was unimmersed or whatever you know. It was the ending. Yeah, like I was, <laughs> you know, unplugged from from that yes, that yes. story. So like. To me, that's what clicks for for immersion. Like you mentioned, God of War and Horizon, things like that. Like things like that with sure heavy story, but like the gameplay is all part of it. Where it's just like everything is, is just firing on on all cylinders. Hades, I considered immersed yeah. because I was so into that world, into that story. I would think about it when I wasn't playing it. Mm. That's what I I define as immersion, which okay. is I know different. Yes, but I think yeah, maybe we dif- disagree on our definitions because I, I like Mass Effect Two is my favorite game of all time, right? Mm-hmm. So. I guess I wouldn't say I'm like completely immersed. I know, dude. Holy shit. It's hurting me so bad. I can't like what is it about th- that is nope, the best one. That's not the question. We're not okay, asking okay. that question. We're right not that can of horse. <laughs> I'll be later. Um that's my favorite game of all time. I'm not I guess like by your definition, I'm absolutely immersed. I love the world. It's my favorite like sci-fi universe by far. You know, it's better mm-hmm. than Star Wars for me. Like I know all the races, the backstory. It's I, we were talking about this earlier where I will sit down and read the codex. Sure. I yep. will read, oh, this planet, you know, 
it's um lunar cycle is like <laughs> double earths or something like i'll read that shit like it's so useless i think it's so cool and um all the races all that stuff but you don't count that as immersion then i guess yeah by your definition definitely is immersion but like i don't put myself in the game and yeah i mean hey like because i, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer with that like I, I play like a straight paragon dude mm-hmm. and i'm like this wouldn't be me this guy's fucking amazing <laughs> he's way better <laughs> than me you know what i mean like the patience sure. he has the you know the wisdom it's like but it, you're still making those true i mean i guess at the end of the I, day, am i really just, though yeah you're just am i really the, making the, the choices choice i mean you can do I'm, I'm and that's sure. why i like and we'll get into this later like i said but nate's doing a, a run of it where he kind of has a backstory and stuff which i think is cool for mass effect too. yes yeah, right. yeah so. which is unfortunate because like i'm my Paragon and my Renegade are split 50-50. And it fucks you, right? Yeah. yeah yes, that's why he doesn't... Okay, sure. we'll get into it later, but... Yes. That'll be a... That'll I'm going to keep doing it. I'm literally not even changing my like class it. or anything. Like, my dude I'm is curious saying, where you end up. Yeah. That, that'll be interesting. I, I like fair. that run, but... Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, we, we've been going for about 45 minutes. Um, so if you guys get tired or whatever, let me know. We can. I'm good to go. I know you, you like to keep them about, about an the, hour. The hour. Uh, I mean, honestly, they, I, between one to three. I mean, I'm saying we're going to do three hours, but I'm saying like within that time frame, totally. Fine I, I'm here. I'm still good. Yeah. Um. I mean, so we we talked about like our first games and everything, and and I guess we alluded to our first platform. So for Nate and I, it's more Nintendo, and then you were PlayStation. Yes. Um, John. So I guess the the thing that um, and we 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 mentioned genres. Um. When we're talking about video games, like obviously with the the internet coming in and how Xbox changed things with like the Xbox Live, and then we started, right. you know, I mean that's kind of how we all not met, but like that's how we we keep in touch, right? Like, I mean, COVID happened for a year, and I felt like I we were still talking and hanging out on. I was like, far less depressed like that. during that year than my wife was. Absolutely, I could yeah. still oh, see my Abby friends probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's. I mean, Chelsea was like, "Yeah, we haven't seen anyone in forever." But I'm like, "Oh yeah, I guess we technically haven't quote unquote seen each other, but like right. we talk every day, basically, just right. you know yeah. and stuff." Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was uh, you know, Call of Duty Four was really like the first um, kind of like online multiplayer, like big insane really? thing. Yeah. Um, the, that that's later than I would think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. mine I mean, was for sure Halo, like OG Halo Xbox. One, sure. Halo two. Two, two, two. We we did, did one Halo have... before, but it wasn't like an online Halo thing. One. And maybe we would go back on that. I right? did play multiplayer on, but Halo One's multiplayer was exclusively PC. Oh wow! I didn't yeah, know that. it was okay. either local console or right. um, like a certain like a land party. Service? Oh, just land. Okay. Yeah, there was wow. no Xbox Live for that. Wow. But you could play on. I forget what it was called, but Microsoft had like, it was called like a Microsoft connected services or something weird like that. It wasn't Xbox Live, but like you can play. And I remember specifically every single human being in free for all was wearing jet black armor because you could hide in all of the shadowy corners (laughs) and you could not be seen with that rifle. Wow. Yeah. I guess, I guess if we go back like the, I mean, we, we did the land parties, right? We had the four Xboxes and everything, you know, hooked up, but, yeah, I, I think it was Call of Duty. I, I really think it was Call of Duty Four because um, that came out. When, when did Halo Three come out compared to Call of Duty Four? I don't know. I mean, Halo Two thousand eight. Disappointment to me is my guess. Call of Duty. Came look out it up. Two thousand. You know, Are you asking about Call of Duty Four or Halo Three? COD Four and then Halo Three. So like uh, COD, I'll grab Halo. COD Four. I'm, I'm fairly COD. certain we we played. Um, Halo Three. We did a lot of Halo Three with. Uh, 
like in college and, and things like that. But I think that was kind of like COD was really the first game that you would get online. And like, what's your guess for Halo 3? Playing. Halo 3, 2007. Boom. Yeah. November 7th, 2007. So for, Halo- no, this was COD 4. I thought you were looking up Halo 3. Yep. It's also November 2007 or September 25th, 2007. So they came Sorry. out the same year. Wow. That's crazy. Yes. What a big what a, year what for a, games. What a great year. Yeah. That was, the, uh, that was the first year I think I. I, I thought you were looking up Halo because it was the, almost the yeah. same date. The only reason I know that is because that was when I started uh, GameStop. Uh, yeah. And, that and that's how you guys all know each other. Is, yeah, is yeah. yeah. Stuff, we, right? we went to school together, but like, yeah, we, we Wait, didn't what? know each other. Tyler went to the same went to high school. Yeah, no way for high school. Yeah, he literally lived two blocks. Had the no from idea me. who Nate was at all. Yeah. yeah, giving out way too much information. But sure. yeah, wow, yeah. that's fucking <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. You want my that. life? Have my life. Yes. Take it. Like, well, you're defended properly <laughs> for that situation. Um, wow, I did not know. But you never talked in high school. It was mm-hmm. until. Uh, GameStop. That's yeah. interesting. And even then, it was you know the love hate relationship. <laughs> my, my boss loved Nate. And oh, you didn't like me, Nate so. at first? No, I I didn't have any problem. That's with shocking. Nate. It, it was that the... your first impression of Nate is that you didn't <laughs> <laughs> like him. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, I didn't. No, I didn't, have a, didn't have a problem. With <laughs> Gareth? Yeah, it was a joke. Well, do you not like him at first? I, I so here's no, the thing. I didn't just like Tyler. Yeah, and I mean Nate was fine. Ty, Ty, I'm thinking boss, about Garrus. It was like I forgot was a how much of a back to the first podcast where he was like, "Name a better person than Garrus." You can't. Yeah, uh-huh. you just can't. But name whatever. a better person than Nate. <laughs> you do it. But what's okay. we call it? So <laughs> Mother uh, Teresa. Uh, uh, yeah. But what's we call it? So like she was getting three though. Whenever Tyler and I first yeah, met, Tyler was I think you were a key at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. So I was, I was a peon. He was a key. Which you are, are saying things I don't know. He yeah, was so a part time supervisor, a, right? I could I could open and you said close key. the store. I know I, what a key I, is. I was That's a key, the, key holder <laughs> for all the. Yeah, all yeah the, he, he had a pair of keys, so he could get it whenever either. he wanted to. Yeah, just and saying for us. Peon is uh, the guy who lays on the ground, and you walk around with your little orcish hammer, and they go ow, or you say get back to work, and they'd be like. I don't know. Yeah, if you're playing World of Is Warcraft. Is this a Warcraft 3 reference? We're, we're all No, it's not Warcraft 3. Warcraft 3, they worked all the time. They never they never laid down on the Well, job. when you have your egg timers on, you make <laughs> sure that you're... <laughs> Gotta stop talking about those egg timers. That's, that's my... Yeah, dude, that's, that's right. like the thing I identify <laughs> yeah, with. I, I was <laughs> just... <laughs> my favorite story of yours. I, I was... Man, uh, egg timers good. I was fucking... I was an underling professional. or... Uh, I mean, you're a, you're a game advisor. You're yeah. like the, the mm-hmm. newbie. But they didn't have that name yet. They were just oh, like... fair enough. When did Zach work there? Uh, Zach came in much, much later. I think we were both gone, or I was at least gone, and Nate had his own oh, store really? or something like that. Yeah, I'm for surprised. Sure. I yeah. thought he would work there if you were working there. No. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. But uh, so our boss, Tyler, was like trying to get a promotion or something. And at one I think point, I, it sounds like Tyler. Maybe that was it. Maybe we were both game advisors at that point, but I was trying to get that key holder spot. Yeah. And, and Wyatt recommended me for it, oh, but then our district manager picked Tyler. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean that was just the old like I was hired by the previous managers, the whole thing. Yeah. And I don't look, I don't blame Wyatt. Like Nate's a good salesman. He's a good you know employee. He's the devil. <laughs> he will sell uh, you anything. <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, it all worked out. I mean, it, yes, it was, I know it it's it's weird. I mean, you guys all literally all know each other. Kyle, yeah, Mike. Yep. Um, I remember when Kyle when Kyle used to chain smoke like nobody's business. Kyle used to smoke. Does he, he still smoke? 
Whenever he's drunk, sometimes. Occasionally. I do the same thing, but I have to be really hammered. And I'll smoke. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so Kyle used to chain smoke, and he had a red com- or a red uh, Ford Mustang. That was License what he plate. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> oh, I want to hear it. My professor in college, his last name was Nova. His license plate was Supernova. We it's pretty good. Fucking roasted yeah, him all I mean, the sure, time. But, right, <laughs> like if, if you have a dude, a this guy's like, like forty years old. Yeah, why man? not? Well, true. Okay. My uh, so speaking of Kyle, real quick. Kyle I hope he doesn't listen to this. Was uh, <laughs> I'd be pissed. No, so Kyle was uh, your old yeah. professor. <laughs> He'd be so pissed. <laughs> he won't listen to it. Maybe, but maybe. Uh, he likes games. So Kyle, um, I don't know if he looked up to or was just really good friends with the store manager at the at the store where I met Kyle at. His name was Mitch. And I remember Mitch. Mitch was like big in MMA. He kind of reminds me of your cousin, Justin. Mm-hmm. And uh, just was really like, you know, it seemed like he was like real athletic, like really kind of like, I don't know, like the the jock who never kind of got out of his jockism. And then he moved to California to be an actor and was in like a music video as a backup dancer. Hey, <laughs> Follow hey. your dreams. There you go. That's the, yeah. that's the I just, it was something that came out of left field. Like he, he moved to California right. and started working at GameStop in California. Sure. So he could yeah. get into acting. And then he was in some rappers back, like videos of backup dancer. And I think that's the last I've ever heard of him being in like a show. Maybe he made it big. Maybe he still runs a GameStop in California that may or may not be closed now. But yeah. Do you think working in GameStop, not to make this a GameStop thing, but like, do you think working there to the moon, like jaded your perception of like games and 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 what's coming out and under like i know for me i I would be so involved in like what's the hottest releases what should i like what should i not like like it it definitely warped my sense of uh like i know i mentioned before like discovery and like what was like the game that you kind of found and stuff like that so as you both know i'm like great (laughs) with money sure you're great with you're the top yes top dog yeah so good with money Yeah. yeah And uh, I don't spend frivolously ever. Nope. Never have. Never nope. got myself into trouble by spending too much money. I, I don't have. You know what I mean? It's like, impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so financially sound. Wait, hold on. I think I have a. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> right. Okay. Yep. Now we know. And just. Uh, so I, I would say that GameStop was multiple blessings and multiple curses. But to answer your one question. Uh, it, it kind of expanded my horizons on a lot of things because I met a lot of people that got me into things that I never would have tried had I not met those people, right? Mm-hmm. And it helped me build some relationships too with like people that I keep in touch with who I wouldn't have met if they didn't shop at my store and like talk me into something or have me talk them into something that was like interesting and we decided to play it together. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I, I would say that if anything, it broadened my horizons, but it also taught me a lot about what I dislike. And unfortunately financially it taught me a lot about my dislike the <laughs> hey, hard that, way that can be more important right? now whenever i became, out, yeah, you dislike, lessons, whenever right. i got my own store the financial burden was lifted but because right. i have trouble holding on to money uh it didn't matter if they gave me the game for free because i had to have the addition that came with the statue i never needed oh, man. it's crazy <laughs> i never worked at gamestop thank god <laughs> but uh Arguably, you got the better end of the stick by working at Target in your high school years. I did work at Target. That was the worst experience in my fucking life. I will never. I had a couple. Thank God uh, I had that experience because that has taught me I never want to be a cashier. Nothing wrong with being a cashier. It it makes me want to work hard and never have to be a cashier. It was awful. I loved uh, I loved that part of GameStop and selling to people mm-hmm. and and. 
I know we joke about Brink, how we, we convinced That's just, hilarious. The biggest scam ever. We're the only GameStop in Pennsylvania They, they should owe open. you. They should owe <laughs> you commission on that game. No, because we returned so many copies That's of that true. game the next day. That's true. It was, it was rough. But we, I mean, we were, we were sold. Like, if, if anything, the Brink marketing team sold me and Nate. And what, a, what a great marketing team. Do you remember when we were closing up the Ross Park Mall and we mm-hmm. shipped, like, all the games that Gerard mm-hmm. hated to mm-hmm. Gerard's store? Yeah. <laughs> They would literally be like, because Gerard was our the store manager at the mall right before they closed it. Yeah, and uh, everyone well, they, you they know brought me worked in. at GameStop. Yeah, like, it that is was, crazy. That was it. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone you know. I I did a I know this is way off topic, but like I did like a little game where uh, it Frank, was like Match. Franklin the Turtle but for friends. Franklin yeah, the Turtle well, just, was the it just last, goes to show uh, how video games really bring people together, right? I, I mean, but that's the thing is like that's. With the multiplayer, with everything like that, that's what keeps us talking. And obviously, with text and things like that, but like, yeah, but we sent Gerard like, all the copies yeah. of Vampire Rain, all the uh, every gift card you had to scan in every gift card and, yeah. and put that in. All the what, Game what Boy Advance copies that? of Grand Theft Auto Chinatown um, Wars. Like, there when we were getting rid of uh, Game Boy Advance games at the time, there the last game we had was Franklin the Turtle, and I forget what happened. Like, I forgot to Love scan it or something. Um, well, I remember that show, and I don't even know if this game was was based off of that and i might the be show yeah i might be I'm pretty sure it was franklin the turtle right the, yeah that was a kid that was show. show was that yeah, was that the one. game boy advance it was a turtle game it i don't had know. to be based off that there's no way but it was the last one and i didn't want to scan it so i took a, a note and said whoever sells this show me proof and i'll send you a gift card and i just <laughs> threw it in the bar and like it apparently went around the district like people were like shipping it back and forth like yeah. you had a certain amount of time to do yeah. it and like like that stuff's cool and that built like the camaraderie I like that. Uh, I don't understand how GameStop worked, but how much money did they waste on shipping by getting dead inventory into other stores sure. for it to be dead yeah. inventory? Mm-hmm. I'm the, the wrong guy. Well, <laughs> I'm mean, looking at you because I, you're I, in the direction of my mic I, when I'm I, talking yeah. to Tyler. I, I think I'm going to get another drink while you reminisce. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Um, I did have a couple like kind of freebie fun questions, which I, th- these might apply. I don't know. I had a couple uh, that I thought of, but did you ever uh, tell... Like for maybe like Christmas or a birthday or something like a family member, like, hey, I want X game. And they give you something that is so not what you asked for. My wife hates this, but my family, my mom, my dad, all my sisters, me, myself included, um, we're we're very big in tell us what you want and make it something that you won't buy yourself which unfortunately for me is difficult because it has to cost a pretty penny for me not to buy for right myself. yeah exactly but uh so um she hates that we make these lists but i never had that issue usually because they didn't want to do something that we didn't want because they realized that that was just a waste of money at that point mm-hmm. however my grandmother and unfortunately, your mom, John, yes, are the queens I, I know of giving horrible gifts. I, I have one locked and loaded, by the way. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's, it's ready to go. Can't, can't wait. Done. <laughs> no, okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah, like... So I asked for Halo 3 on Xbox 360. <laughs> sure. I got... Um, fuck, what did I get? I got... Uh, Oh man, what's the movie with uh, Neo? Well, he's the, oh, the Matrix. 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 I got Matrix Reloaded on original Xbox. That was my first PC game. <laughs> I got Matrix Reloaded on original. I asked for Halo Three. 
I how mean, how long there, like there the, are worse the games out there? I guess to be fair, I couldn't like, play it. <laughs> I had an Xbox 360. So so they didn't even know that it was a different console. What what was yours then, Nate? My, we didn't really have one. The right? game that we got that was like trash. Yeah, I didn't really have. One. Oh oh, you're saying in like, general? Yeah, they, like I got his you. mom and R- my runner grandmother up was uh, Sonic Free Riders for Yikes. Uh, Xbox Connect. But it yeah. was a rough. I was spoiled in that my parents would rather buy us a little, a couple of things, and give us what we want mm-hmm. than buy us a ton of things to like have the tree look like you know fancy or whatever, and then you know us hate half of it. You know what right. I mean? So it was kind of neat. There was definitely times where we were disappointed because we were spoiled and we didn't get exactly what we wanted, but we got stuff. Like it was always stuff that we you know wanted to get, and we were appreciative of it and mm-hmm. unfortunately my parents still kind of do that which is both a blessing <laughs> and a curse because like i still get an easter basket every year i don't know if oh you do. wow yeah, no, man, me I too. Easter basket. Yeah, man. my mom yeah. my it, mom loves making easter baskets. every year it's just a little basket mm-hmm. and until this year um my favorite i didn't really like like candy so my my Easter basket was a family size bag of sun chips, like the OG, like nice. original right. sun yeah, chips. Yeah, sure. That's a good one. <laughs> this year it was uh, double stuffed Oreos. Ooh. But nice. I, I got also, two our, things. Our of, moms are definitely twins. I got Oreos as yeah. well. Yeah. I got I got two things of double stuffed Oreos and a ten dollar gift card for sheets that I could use for food. Your or gas basket is so OP. What the <laughs> fuck? I got a chocolate bunny, a one Oreo, not even double stuffed. It was a single stuff. And uh a bag of Cape Cod original oh, chips. Oh, I lied. So I'm going to make it worse. So Uh-oh. I got the two things. And I got a box of nine. No, actually, I got a box of 50. But Wow. <laughs> Expensive, by the way. So I but, got uh, six Easter baskets in my life. And I got a G.I. Joe. I got a G.I. Joe. Love that. I got the Lion King Tiger Electronics game. Like the, the gray and or mm-hmm. black and white screen. You could do it. I got the Aladdin Tiger Electronics game. I got the Batman Animated Series one. And I got a new... It's like... I got the original Batman Animated Series one. And then there was another Batman Animated Series that came with a pack of cards. You could swipe the card and it would modify the game in some way. So you would, it, it was like a pack of like 50 cards. And it would that, be like... That's amazing. Hey, now Batman has it's Catwoman's like whip or something. Wow. No, it would like... It's like gameplay changes. So it's like, oh... The, why were, why were games throwing so much better back in the day? But, but it was like better. hard. They like were some gimmicky. Of it, they, they were gimmicky, and it was like if they did... So much content, though. Mm, no. Some, some of it was just... It would just you don't think basically so? break the game. So, for instance, mm. like you swipe like Mr. Freeze's card. Batman was just frozen the entire game. Like, you couldn't move. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, so it's just like you lose <laughs> okay. and like okay. stuff like that. Fair so enough. they weren't. They weren't you have to think you had to buy all this. This was DLC before DLC, except the DLC also left you clutter in your house. I want. I want to do an experiment though, because this is what this this question stemmed from. If you want to get okay. both your phones out, okay. Um, we're gonna look up uh, Dreamcast games. Okay, just two two Dreamcast games. What, what's a Dreamcast? So Dreamcast <laughs> was way ahead of its time. It bridged the gap between. So Xbox remember, and my cousin who I looked up to and yeah. taught me about video games had all of the systems. So I had pl- experience with Armored Core, and that's why I knew it was Police Max because that was one of my favorite games on his Dreamcast. And I loved the memory cards, how they had Sonic running when things were yep. loading and stuff. But go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Well, the cool thing with the Dream—I mean, not this, again off topic—but the Dreamcast stuff is like uh, similar to that Chocobo race thing that we did in, in Final Fantasy. Imagine if your Chocobo, you could take on your memory card, and your memory card had a screen, and you could play a match three game just 
in the car on your way and it would strengthen your chocobo. So then whenever you plugged it back into the game, it that's was faster, right. stronger. Yeah, like that. That's, it's like like the, that's what I did in Sonic. The Pokemon thing that they came out with, that little like yeah. egg shit, the mm-hmm. little step, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Sonic, there was what, Sonic Adventure or whatever? Yep. And you had like the eggs. And like the chows like, or chows like, or yep. whatever mm-hmm. they were. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, Nate, uh, since you have it out, uh, go ahead and, and look up Soul Calibur for Dreamcast. If you could just one? give me a... Yeah, let's say one. Like I, the, played, the, I played... The I played... I had that on PS1, I think. I think I played three. Whatever, wh- whichever one was on Dreamcast, because I asked for Soul Calibur. Uh, wh- I would just like to know whatever the Metacritic score is on that guy. If you could... Uh, 98%. 98%. That's, is that that's audience insane. or... or uh... On Dreamcast? Yeah. Okay. Now, what is that? Critic or, or audience? Metacritic. Metacritic. Well, so here's the thing. Don't they, on, don't they split them into... eBay, it has a 5 out of 5 rating. Metacritic is a 98%. Click on Metacritic. I think they I'm split them into... Right 8.5 user, 98 yeah. Metascore. See, I'll, I look at the user. Sure. I look at the user score. Now, John, yeah. look up look up on Dreamcast a game called, not Soul Calibur, but Soul Fighter. Uh-oh. And let's let's see what the the point swing on that one is. So I, I I actually truthfully don't know the Metacritic score on Soul Fighter, but that's what I got whenever I asked for Soul Calibur. Jesus. Um, now to be fair, they got the right platform, uh, but my parents opened it up and they they were so excited. Yeah, at least you could play your game. Right? That's true. I mean, that's that's absolutely fair. Um, and I don't think 98%. I ninety eight percent. No way. Because it. Soul Calibur. Oh, Soul Calibur. Okay. <laughs> I don't yeah, even exactly. think it's on here. It's dude. called Soul Fighter, and it's like a, I, like an I, old I, guy I looked it up. and a this, girl on yeah, it. This is it. That's it. Yeah. Yes. So, do they have it's a? a guy, score? They do not see it on. Not however, score. eBay yeah. gave Soul Calibur here, for the Dreamcast a five out of five. They do have Soul Fighter for Dreamcast, just an eBay rating, and is a three point eight out of five. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's not. Put some YouTube videos. If you want to reminisce on. I never, I never played Soul Calibur though. That's to the be honest with you, I feel like Soul this Fighter would have been is, up my alley. Though. Rough man. Soul Fighter looks like it was an action adventure game. That's yep. That's that's it. it third person mm-hmm. yeah. is it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's it. I was uh, I was not ready for that one. Um, but hey, I mean, wow, this is something. That was something. Wow. Okay. Uh, do you guys have a, a game that you absolutely loved as a kid and then found out later on that critically it was? garbage that's a good question that's a good question um i do have a game guns Um, it was a browser guns guns wasn't i was on the internet it was a browser game (laughs) guns okay i mean did it have like a like a rating or something or people just thought that it was a bad game it was was a flash game or what so broken oh okay broken as hell flash game or um I don't know. To be honest with you, probably everything was on yeah, Flash. Yeah, like, like you went to a website and it yeah. was like a mini game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was, so it was called a Flash game. It was called GUNZ, and it was this old like anime game, and it was like an arena fighter, right? So you would have obviously guns, but then you would have like katanas and hammers and stuff, and you pick yeah. your character. And there was like stuff, and this was before like you know I had money that I could spend on the internet, so I was getting pooped on by all these people with uh, real life dollars who were buying like you know the best swords and the best weapons. <laughs> of course, but like there were literally game breaking moves that you could do where like you would have invincibility frames as long as you like were giving yourself carpal tunnel. So like you'd be dancing around and like doing cancels after all your animations. And it literally went like the original game. It was really cool. Like 
you could run around and you could sprint and they had like wall running and you could do like backflips and stuff so like at the beginning before like people realized that like the game was like completely breakable like you could be running away from somebody who's chasing you because they're out of ammo or whatever and they're like chasing you with your sword you could run up a wall backflip behind them and shoot them in the back with your shotgun yeah it was sweet that's cool yeah but they never fixed any of the broken stuff and it got to the point where like if you did like the right combinations with like your hands and legit like gave yourself carpal tunnel you could literally fly around the map and you'd have invincibility frames while like hitting people with your sword so unless you effed up you literally could just dance around so, people so it's the original Fortnite. It, it's, right? oh my gosh don't even get me started now, you know what i'm saying like sure, the, yep. where the where the ceiling is insanely high yep. that, that's an interesting topic i, I won't get on that we'll, uh, but real quick that'll, that'll i will like say that thing. Yeah, sure. so it the was ceiling... called guns the duel sorry and go. this is uh what's them call it maybe it's not a flash. It, it looks a little bit more it looks like people are doing private servers because all of these videos are less than a year old come back it's coming come back coming back a it's remake not, it's not flashing it's html5 or what what i will say quickly about fortnite um just get we're, we're watching this real quick was it a flash cam? Yeah. That is interesting. That we're that just, is some interesting movement. Yeah, we're watching the video flash game of right now. That's not this girl's no. fucking bunny hopping. That's pretty good. Um what about what, what about I will Fortnite? say about Fortnite is it is you know it, it's an interesting kind of theory with games, right? Where it's yep. like there's a ceiling to games. Mm-hmm. Um and some are higher than others, obviously. Um Fortnite has one of the highest ceilings I've ever seen in a video game. Yeah. And I think that actually detracts from the experience uh, because you have these people who want to just casually play the game where it's like you shoot someone and they build a fucking mansion in front of your face. Right. So it's like, it's kind of crazy, but maybe that's kind of the design. Maybe that's the battle Royale problem with it, where there's so many people in the game where you're going to be playing against someone who knows what they're doing. But see, the crazy thing is, like, it has a high barrier to entry, but, like, Tyler's nephew can pick it up, and we all suck at it. But how many hours does he put into it? And and what did we do when we were young? Like, Warcraft 3 for Tyler. Sure. That that was was your Fortnite. Are you fucking... Like, I bet you could own... Oh, my my uh, younger self would uh, destroy me now. Wait, wait. Your younger self would fucking kill a Mm 30-year-old who picked up warcraft 3 who just wanted to play it casually it's interesting because it is very much a generation gap and i know this is a whole other topic that we could we could spend a ton of time on right um but that is interesting where you know to to my nephew that's like the the entry level right yeah he's like i'm not ninja or whoever the the best fucking player is the thing that he has trouble with is is going into kind of our realm just like we have trouble going into his right so you know Fortnite and understanding like Oh, I'm getting shot at. That's fine. I can build a mansion around me. Right. You know. Right. Um, we can't comprehend that. I I assume with practice, there, if we played it every night, we that, could get so there. That reminds me of that. Like no payment, whatever. Like whatever the thing is that you're supposed to say. Like this isn't sponsored. I'm not receiving mm-hmm. funding, whatever. But you guys know I love like Viva La Dirt League skits. I sent you guys all like the Tarkov videos and stuff from them. They yeah, I watch this. Do a skit, um, from. Uh, PUBG in Fortnite right. and it's three of the characters like you know three of the yeah. actors and they're they've spawned into their PUBG match and one of the guys brings his little brother and he's running around and he's hitting rocks with the frying pan trying to get stone yeah <laughs> and like uh I I actually did watch that but, one but yeah, that's the thing that's is you know yeah. my 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 nephew's playing uh Apex yes. which like 
Oh, thank goodness. You know, like I'm, I think I'm, that's I a better one. Yeah. Just from yeah. what I know, I haven't played either, but, but he's also, you know, he understands that all his streamer people that he watches and right. all the top guys are using mouse and keyboard. So now it's in his head. I am going to that, play. I am, I am interested on this kid's journey for the mouse, mouse and keyboard. I, I mean, he might be a prodigy. It's funny because we'll his see. initial thing is why do I have to hit shift to run? Like Fortnite just auto run. Now, yeah, granted, most yeah, games now just give you okay, an auto run. Sure, but like, sure. that's the the funny thing wow, is just like you know, you get shot in in Apex. Well, you can't build anything. Here, here, like you, you got to move. Here, and, here's and actually kind of the interesting thing that I originally thought of when you when you were bringing up that example of you get shot and you fucking freak out and you and you yeah. do some type of maneuver. In in Fortnite, it would be building a castle. In Gears of War, it would be crab walking. Oh, we forget about that, walk. right? We forget like about this. Would... Where in Gears of War, you get shot once, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, you're, you're just, you're just jumping wall to wall to wall to wall. wall. Right. You know, like if you're if I you were the best. Craft yes, Nate the was the king. <laughs> I, I will remember. I will put this on the record. Gears three, maybe Gears two. What was the map where there was a there there was a top yeah, level and a low about. level? Was that two or three? It was blood something, but it was in both two and three. Okay, I beat Nate in a one v one. I want this on the record on that <laughs> map. It was me versus him, one v one. I I fucking shit on him, for one game. For for he, one game. Yes, that's how I, I was. Once. That's how I was with Titanfall. I, I, that was remember one time. I, I got the top and I had the sniper and I was fucking you up. Mm-hmm. Yep, one time. It was he beat me every other time. You just have to know how to play, Nate. If, if you can, if you this can play the slow really and steady game, he was super he was playing like tournaments and stuff. Nate yeah. was playing like tournaments. No. Like he no. was actually cracked at the game. Um, but my my original point was. Like you would get shot, and you would be able to maneuver your way out. Like, like a good player at Gears felt as unfair as kind of like a Fortnite. Maybe not as unfair, but you know, so, he's he's like moving around the map but, so quickly. But with Fortnite, with like Tarkov and stuff like that, like right. we're seeing an evolution in how games are progressing in terms of like what you have to do in the game, how you control the game. Yes. It's not just yes. Call I of Duty Tarkov, every year. Man. Yeah, it's right. Good. But that's <laughs> the it thing. is fun. You you talk I, about I, it's, it's one of the games I would only play with a squad though. But but, but you talk yeah. about barrier of entry and like that yeah. that game alone is a completely well, dude, different beast my, than my most played Fortnite. game, League of Legends that's the sure. king of barrier of entry. Right. So like there's a hundred and fucking twenty characters. Like how are you supposed to play that game if you're new? And, and I get I get this in my head. I mean, on, and I know you know what I'm saying. Like you're like, oh, I'm gonna play as the you robot guys have who both can played enough Tarkov to uh, to know what the factory map is, right? Yes, yes. And the, you the know PvP. enough about to at least where you kind of are in that map. I would say. Well, no. are both spawns the same? Where you're like in the back room. You're you're in a corner of the map, yes. regardless. Yes, There's you're kind of in like, like a secluded. Two spawn areas. Yes. So. But, uh, for sake of argument, I'll say yeah. Sure, I know what sure. You're okay. About. So I thought they were mirrored, but maybe not. The next patch is supposed to double the size of the map. And Factory is, I think, the only map without a scav boss right now, like an NPC yes. boss. Yep. They're doubling the size of the map, and then they're putting a guy in there, and all he has is a sledgehammer. That's awesome. That sounds, wait, <laughs> yeah, so, that sounds really cool. so you can double your party? I don't know what they're going to do for because, the spawn because size. Because Factory is, what, 2v2 usually? It's five to six players. So it can be three v three, but if you so what I'm saying, what I didn't like about that is like we had four people on and we couldn't do factory. We could. It was just there'd be one guy, and then we had but, the map. But now it can be four v four. I don't know what they're expanding it to. I'd have to watch it. again. I would be but, down. That sounds like a lot of fun. But uh, the fact that this like at certain points in Tarkov, speaking of immersion, right? Tarkov literally goes from a 
shooter to a horror game as soon as the lights go. I will never play it by myself. <laughs> I hate horror games. Yeah. I will. I can't play. I can't play the Resident Evils. I'm a pussy. I, uh, I I'm right there with you though, which is why yeah. I think we need to play one of the Resident Evils or all the Resident Evils. Just I, I, we Rochelle, should stream it. We should, we should stream yep, it. Hundred percent. That would be so, really funny. Like switch off. Yeah. Yep, nobody's ever going to listen to this podcast again. But due to just fondness of memory, yeah. One of my favorite Resident Evils is Resident Evil Five. Sure. Really? Yeah. Resident Evil Five is like the atrocity that like everybody hates on. And Resident Evil Six is arguably worse, if not worse. But I, just I, don't, down I don't. I don't know five. the yeah. Resident Evil kind but of. Kind me, of me and Rochelle both enjoyed Resident Evil, and this mm-hmm. one was the first one I believe that had full campaign co-op from start to finish. I you're right. Oh, the campaign. okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So me and Rochelle, Rochelle came home from school, or I came home from school. One of us was in college and had to come back to the, like our, oh, you, our right? parents' house, right? Well, I lived at him, but I think Rochelle might have started and had to come back. Okay. But regardless, we took like a night or two, right? We yeah. went out to the games, like to GameStop for a midnight launch. I yeah. did not work the next day. Like I made sure that I was not involved with any of it. We picked it up for the 360 and we played it from when we got home till the end of the game. We did not get a bed. Wow. And uh, I remember specifically there's this boss in Resident Evil 5 where to kill him, you need to get him into this like cremator and you need to shut the door and then cremate him to kill him. And uh, I played that game. Don't remember that at all. But, uh, <laughs> you well, played 5 all the way through? I did, yeah. Wow, okay. It, well, it was very specific. The reason I remember this is because it was like 4 or 5 in the morning and Rochelle was falling asleep. And I'd finally led the boss into the cremation chamber and I got out before he was able to get out. Like I stunned him with like a slug to the head or something. Mm-hmm. And Rochelle's sitting there and her character's on the button. And I leave and I'm like, Rochelle, push the button and nothing happens. I'm like, Rochelle, push the button and nothing happens. Rochelle, push the fucking button. Nothing happens. I look over. She's got like a blanket on her. We're sitting in like two office chairs. <laughs> dead oh, man, that's, that's she rallied crazy. though we we went and we got some yeah. red bull uh, she's a beast yeah. you remember the time where i was at your house and we played through assassin's creed yeah we finished mm-hmm. it was like brotherhood or mm-hmm. one of the good ones that was crazy i remember uh me and my buddy chris uh back in college we played uh portal it was oh, portal two and that was one. the first one that had that well mm-hmm. i mean there's only two but you know what i mean like it, good it, it came out with the so co-op hard to beat yeah i don't remember who i beat portal with but i did have to find i've never movies. played portal i've never You'd played like it a lot that is something we stream because yeah. that one is like it's it's been we long so enough that i don't remember that, yeah. yeah but like i don't remember the puzzles and stuff sure and, and sure, sure. there are certain puzzles that are frustratingly difficult like you i don't know what stuff in a weird place but i don't know if i would like it because i would get really frustrated yeah but see that that was maybe having a buddy would be it's very much a step up game because some of the puzzles are really easy, and it's a really fun once you learn how, like how to shoot yourself around places yeah, by jumping off like cliffs and stuff. A little bit of the, there, the uh, mechanics mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. And this spoils one puzzle, but it was one of those things where we just kept, like it, it like launches you off a jump, and we just could not figure it out. Right. And at the end, we were like, "All right, this this is gonna sound stupid, but if what if we both launch together and we collide in midair?" And that was the solution to the puzzle. Uh, so I got I got launched. He got launched. It hit us in the midair. We dropped down, hit the the correct platform or whatever. Right. And then the two robots hug each other. And you can do like that's part of the thing is you can do like co op animations or whatever. Mm. Right. And that was it. Maybe like ten o'clock. And then it was like three a.m. because we just kept playing because we loved that one so much. Like we were ready to quit. Yeah. 
and man, did that, that just like that, that accomplishment. Made it it yeah, was amazing. Right. And then we went to college the next morning, right. but it was like we were dead tired. Yeah. But like Interesting. that, that I think is, you know, and that was actually one of the questions I wanted to ask you guys yeah. is like, you know, in terms of like co-op yeah. experiences that's that a, stuck with point. you, yeah. it's, it's not necessarily like Call of Duty and, and the kind of general things, but what, what do you consider co-op? Is it, does it have to be you're both playing in the game? Yeah, so okay. I keep going back and forth because if you say like, "Hey, what's your first co-op game?" Then like, yeah, we we played, okay, yeah, we played well, Mario I mean, yeah, Brothers, if, right? If, like, if, yeah, if it's like a mechanical thing, yeah, like, like you both have to be your, playing at the same time. Like back in your babby years, it would probably be like I don't know, Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate Alliance, great game. Yeah, sure. I, I wanted nothing else but to play as uh, Black Suit Spider Man. Sure, that's all I wanted. And Nate was like, "You can do that." I was like, "Sold." <laughs> <laughs> I want to play this Venom Spider-Man, dude. It's the coolest suit. Spider-Man's the best. There, there's something Ultimate to be said Alliance about was the that worst stuff. game, but I liked it better because I could Did play Did we play Carnage. one? We played we one, played right? One. Yeah, mm-hmm. one was the good one. Um, but like I was saying before, like there's a lot of games where I just fucking watched my brother play, but we mm-hmm. were playing together. Yeah. Where I would solve puzzles. I remember this one where I, I didn't play Final Fantasy VII as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. I actually had... Talking about my parents who went to Japan, there was this there was this RPG that they got, which was called in Japanese it's called Night and Baby, but in <laughs> okay. American it's called uh, Guardians Crusade. It's about you're you're this knight or whatever this kid who finds this little pink monster and you have to guide him to his mom. You got to get him back to his mom. Sure, who's in this big tower, right? And it was like an introductory RPG. That was like the premise of the game, like getting kids into RPGs, like JRPGs, because it was mm-hmm. a Japanese game. Um, and I remember I played that with my brother. It was obviously single player, but we it was very much a collaborative effort because there's so many puzzles and stuff that I solved. The One of the last bosses of the game, you can't kill him unless you talk to... So like Baby is your partner right mm-hmm. this little pink blob monster yeah who you kind of guide throughout the game he like levels up and he gets he can like transform and shit it's really cool Lila. but what's that nothing okay um the the way you beat this boss is you have to go into his menu and there's a secret option where he transforms and beats this guy and like oh, that's pretty cool and, yeah. and we were he was fucking just, he had all the legendary armor the best shit he was fucking this guy up and he was never dying and there's like one point where i was like Dude, try just talking to to a baby, and he's like, "What? Oh, okay, I guess." Like, and then there's like triple question mark. He's like, "Fuck!" And then like, like that puts yeah. you in the like you were yes. suddenly a part of that game. I was like, "Dude, like, yes." Yep, be, well, yeah, well, there was awesome. a lot of those moments where I was like, "Yeah, check that over here. We didn't go over here, or remember that guy said this." That that's the advantage of being the second guy. And I, you can I really think that's absorb that stuff. I I would say it's just as valid as is being. You know, holding a controller and, and playing that, along with you—that's a co-op experience to me. I mean, well, and, that, that's and, the and whole point of, of what Couch disagree. Company is, right? Like, right. Like, I, I think a lot of people would disagree, but I—I've been having a lot of fun watching you play through Final Fantasy VII, and being like, "Oh, what if we tried this? Like, what if you, what if you put cover on Tifa and counterattack? That'd be a good combo." And you're like, "Oh yeah, that fucking makes sense." Or what if we put Ribbon on Red Thirteen so we can so we can actually uh, do summon anything? Bahamut. Yeah, sure, yeah, 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 exactly. Right. So. <laughs> No, I I, like I, that, yeah. I greatly I mean I, I've already said it, but like I would not finish that game if it wasn't for like you and Kyle watching yeah. me or saying like, hey, I'm gonna save you twenty minutes. Dig here. You, you have to. You I know? mean, it's 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 outdated. 
there's outdated parts, but um, I guess we'll have to convince Tyler to do that on a uh, Persona Five whenever that comes out on PC. I do. It's such I, a good game. Kyle, I can't believe Kyle doesn't like it. Kyle doesn't like it because of the combat. But the dude, that's the best turn-based combat I've ever played. I would well, disagree with Grandia you. Too. I love What's that better? game. Grandia, yeah. I love that game. I will play that I feel like soon. Stay Persona, tuned for that. <laughs> I feel like Persona Five's combat's actually oversimplified. Then Persona Four. Granted, I was only Both in that first simple. dungeon or whatever. But what, what's it was the like best? The what's the best turn-based combat you ever played? Good question. What's the best turn-based combat you've ever played in your life? Granted. Persona. Well, I haven't played Persona Five. I watched that. That's another one I watched. It was so an exclusive. You, but you really need to put context on that because I would say, turn-based. You have a turn. No, no, no. And then you're yeah, listening, but you, you're going to say like four four houses or whatever. Well, right? think about it. Right. That's a turn-based. So, yeah. It is a turn-based. If that I counts. had to say best turn-based game I've ever played, yeah. it's probably like a, it's like the a Divinity strategy series. Game. Oh, that is definitely turn-based. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm saying, though. Like, Because Persona turn-based, I would equate more to like the old JRPG turn-based. It's just a different well, well, that's visual the, outlook yes, of it. That's the evolution of it. That's what. But, so Divinity is a good answer. I think that they've innovated on that. I mean, Hearthstone yeah. is turn-based, you know? Yeah. Yes. That's I mean, why I wanted I guess, to put like. I guess we could get there. Yeah. yeah. I wanted that to put. Turn, that's a card game, but yes, sure. that's turn based. Like, I, I wanted to put a limiter on it because Divinity and Persona are very different games. Right. I would. I, prefer I would prefer Hearthstone is the best turn based game. Divinity no. or Three Houses turn based style with like, especially since you're controlling multiple units, just like in, yeah. you know, Final Fantasy and Persona. Right. But. The reason I think Persona's combat is oversimplified is because Persona's combat is designed for you to fail if you don't one-shot the fight, excluding bosses. I don't. I kind of. I don't think that's actually true. Maybe on the hardest difficulty, but but the reason I think Persona is the best. Well, combat. you played it on easy, right? Yes. Okay. So if you do not play on easy, okay. I think on normal, even yeah. the enemy actually does its best to try and hit you with one more. I had trouble on easy. Like some of the final, because I was breezing through the game and I didn't grind ever. Mm -hmm. I had trouble with some of the final bosses. Then there's me with, uh, what's it called? Yes. At the end of the game. I wanted to play the game and never grind is the thing. I didn't want to waste my time grinding. I just wanted to play right through the story and I had trouble on them. It was challenging. That's how you see me play Final Fantasy, which is it was It was, it was actually one of the moments I had since I was a kid where I was really fucking frustrated where I couldn't beat it and yeah. I kept bashing my head against the wall and then I beat it and it felt so good. Sure. You don't get those moments anymore. Because yeah, you know, I mean like you, should, like, like you need to replay Persona and get that like official like golden ending. I, I will someday. It's so not, good. I have so much on my plate right now, but yeah, so I will good. someday. It, that does sound interesting. I mean, you spoiled it for me, but I would like to do I that. didn't spoil all of it. Sure. Okay. There's so much more. I, I would be down. Unpack. It's It's a great game, but what I was trying to say before is is the reason I like Persona as a turn-based because turn-based is like inherently boring to me. It's just so tough to make it interesting. But the thing like it's it's the extra things around the turn-based combat. It's the it's not actually the mechanics. It's the music that's playing. It's the visuals that you're getting during it mm. are so fun where it keeps you invested to me. That's why I think it's really good. You know what I mean? See, I was going based off a gameplay aspect. Which is totally fine. But I think the whole thing factors in. Because what's the goal? To keep you invested, right? I I would 
I would argue that Persona as compared to other games is extremely repetitive because the music is usually the same for the entire dungeon. I would say that the music in other turn-based games is ex- exactly the same. Right. But the music in Persona is so good. I mean, in you Persona, can't argue yeah, one hundred percent. Oh my goodness! Have you ever seen the girlfriend reviews? Uh, I think you. I don't know if you sent me a Persona one, but yeah, I've seen them. You, you the Persona, should see the Persona <laughs> yeah, check it out. It's a good one. So that um, is a good one. <laughs> Doing laundry. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the summation of it is like, this is a terrible game to watch, but if you play it, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> like, you are fucking in. I, I would visit again. Like, when it comes to PC, I, I'm not going to act like I'm not going to get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll you didn't play, play the, it. the four. Four is on Steam. Yeah, but five, like, five I was in. Like, I'm not saying I wouldn't. Four was good. Four. The four story of good up. is so good. Yeah. The gameplay is rough, but the story it's of a, four It's is an so anime, good. like you were saying, where you have to get through the first, like, it was very boring. Mm-hmm. The first. Because remember, I texted you, I was like, is this supposed to be this boring? Like, just got to this dude's house, like, mm-hmm. he's just telling me what to do. It's fucking terrible. And maybe it's yeah. maybe it's just because I'm in the middle of Final Fantasy, and, and I'm trying to go through that. And, like, if we play Grandia, that's going to be another, like, you know, 30-plus hours. I downloaded where, that where probably the, four or five years ago. I remember. You got it on whenever I just wouldn't show up about it. The funny Was thing is the, you bought it. I still don't own it. Yeah. It, yeah. No sale, yeah. I need to give I, it a I try. I will buy it full price. I don't care. I can't wait till the roles are reversed, where you're in my yeah. seat, and you're like, man, I really hope he likes this part coming up, or... Because I'm sure you remember some of the big once big I start seeing in that game and stuff right? like yeah. that, I'm sure it's gonna it's gonna flood back. Because that's how I feel. Like I'm like, oh man, here comes a huge twist. I really, I wonder how you like. What do you yep. think? Like, like or you even could be Kyle. like me and replay Mass Effect, which is one of your fondest memories of all time, oh. and not be enjoying it as well, much. as Well, you we always you knew to. that Mass Effect Two was your least favorite. But like we always knew that there were parts about Mass Effect One, which was my favorite. That I'm like, mm, and I was kind of excited for Mass Effect Two, Ooh. and Mass Effect Two is shutting the door in my face. To, Who knows, to the man? point maybe, where you maybe. won't finish it. I, I'm honestly like, I was addicted for a little while, and I'm struggling to want to get back into it. Maybe, uh, well, see, it's because you don't have uh, the Crazy. hype crew behind you. You need, you need someone. You need to start <laughs> the hype crew is important. Yeah, the hype but crew is important. Speaking of like immersion and stuff that you were bringing up earlier, right? Mass Effect 2 goes from a world where it's open and explorable to really pretty environments, but yep. little puzzle pieces. Yep. And they give you a hard barrier. It's literally like, here's the mission. Here's what you unlocked. Here's your yeah. experience. Yep. Here's what. And, and that's what me and Tyler like about it. And that's and I mean. that's what we dislike about one. Yeah. Just tell me where to go because the, the strengths. You literally of- take the RPG out and you give it RPG elements and you make it an on-rail right. shooter. And the fact that they have the shields and the armor and the element like requirements for stuff yeah. really ticked me off because it's like I don't want to carry nine guns around just because I have to switch between the three of them like to kill this guy. I just want to be able to be like, okay, he has shields, great. Okay, he doesn't have shields. He's just going to go down faster. You know what I mean? Right. And it, it might be that thing where, like, you know, I, I might go back to it. I might be like, oh, this this you doesn't won't. hold you up won't. and stuff. I you don't think won't. I will either. You I think won't. I'll. It, it, the thing I was just going to say is Mass Effect. The reason we liked Mass Effect was not because of the RPG elements. That's why we like Mass Effect one the least out of all three of them. I, it, it was because yeah. of the story, the characters. That's what we like. So the linearity of it, I don't even know if that's where. The gets you path. to the, the gets you to what to you the want. Yes. You ready for me to drop a little bit of a bomb on you though? Mass Effect Two reminds me of an MMO. Elaborate. <laughs> so you know how in MMOs, because the economy isn't controlled by the game, they have to have money sinks. That's not always true. RuneScape. But but yeah, let's say yeah. RuneScape. RuneScape has money sinks. 
the rules. The economy is controlled by the players. Right. There's there's no pay to win. The game doesn't control the economy. The game does control the economy because the players decide what everything's worth. So when I say the game doesn't control the economy, I like mean the, the developer. Of the yeah. Okay. Sure. The sure, developer sure, doesn't sure, get sure. to choose how much money you earn. Okay. Okay. They okay. don't. They don't cap it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect Two does that same thing with the resources and stuff, and there's just a bunch of time wasters in there. Like instead of selecting the planet you want to fly to, and there being an animation of your ship flying there, now you have to fly your ship there. But if you want to leave the orbit, like the solar system you're in, you now have to go to a fuel station and buy fuel. So you actually have to plan your trips. You have to go to this planet, grab your stuff, and then be like, okay, well, do I have enough fuel to go here and then back, or do I have to go back, grab fuel, and go out to the next planet? Right. Then you have to buy probes and you have to sink money in the stuff. And then there's like the ship upgrades that you have to sink money into, which I kind of get. But like they don't do anything until the end of the game. Right. And they very much could have just not given you that money and made you sink that money into it. Like it's very much a money sink. And I feel like it's worse now because with the online component, there were additional ways for you to earn that stuff. But now it's just all in game. So now I'm literally playing a single player RPG with no online elements, with hard money sinks in a game where they can control the total cash inflow. I could, I could be wrong on this, and I don't want to make this all Mass Effect, but I think part of uh, Mass Effect 1 actually goes into your galactic readiness. I believe I read. So yeah. that that does supplement you, some of that stuff. If you're importing but a save, see, I'm not I talking about the galactic readiness. I'm talking about the fact that I have to. I, I, they're giving me so much money that I have to do bullshit stuff to waste it. Which is just adding to the time and time away from the enjoyable part of the game. Well, we were, me and Tyler were talking about this. I mean, Mass Effect One has the same thing, where it's like the side missions are the same base, copy and pasted. That's a, and you're. I think that is a Bioware and EA thing. Though. Sure, sure. But oh, yeah, I'm it's not Dragon Age. Had the I would same rather, thing. I would rather go to a random planet, money sink, which isn't that much. Like you, you will have plenty of money, especially if you're importing from Mass Effect One. Mm-hmm. You have a you start with a lot of money. I would rather go to a planet, take thirty seconds to do a little mini game thing where you're finding the shit and it's getting a lot the resources. More than thirty seconds. It's but not. It, you just. It's like a sensor thing, right? Yeah. It's kind of scan. I, okay. When's the last time you did it? A minute or two. It's, it's not. Thirty. Seconds. It's not that long. I, I'm, ex- not that I'm long. excited to try it, but I think. But this. I is mean, a- that's the worst part of the game, sure. But it, it's not like Mass Effect One, where it's like, okay, go to this random planet and here's the same base you've seen 500 times with different crates. Yes. But see like that's a, that's worse to me because that's going to take you 30 minutes. Yeah, for sure. But then you look at Andromeda who has the the best combat. Yeah. Mm. Varied environments. We talk about this all the time. It's better Mako. That's not what makes the game good. That's not what makes the game. Exactly. But that's, that's, that's my point is at the end of the day, like, you know, I, I think every one of your arguments is valid, and that makes yes. uh, that is yeah that if if they were going to remaster it uh, or uh, remake it rather, uh, that would be something that I think that'd be yes. the first on the on the block yes. to look so at and the redo bad mechanics. And, and do yes. everything. Yeah, um, I wish they would. I guess they, it was. We talked about this. It, I, it wasn't worth the money. Yeah, well, it's EA. They would have to so sink that's fucking man. <laughs> But if, if you think about it, how did we get on that? What, what were we originally talking about? Uh, we were talking about anything. And Just anything. Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the formula. But uh, I, I had a Mass Effect related question, which now I, I, it's kind of. What, what question are we on? What was the one we dropped I mean, that, off? That, that was really it. Um, the, like we were on the we were talking about like multiplayer experiences and, and stuff right. like that. I don't. I don't think we all answered. You said COD Four. Um, 
if if you're talking about like online multiplayer, right. like the the thing that really yes. got me into multiplayer would be COD Four. No, yeah. I said Halo Two. You said yeah. Halo Two. I this is tough. Like I said, I did a lot of watching. So mm-hmm. COD Four, Modern Warfare Two, Evan, which is my brother, dominated the console. I I didn't get a lot of experience. So it wasn't until Halo Reach slash Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three that I that was my time. He was in college. That was my console. Had, console. You know what I mean. So that was really the time I, I dominated the console and uh, got to do multiplayer. That's what I would say for for that. So how about John has actually owned Diablo since like the launch year? Yep. And we used to play WoW together and then his brother and him shared an account. Yep. And that account still owns Diablo and has never He's played never, an never hour played. of it. So my brother like took the account from me. Sure. Because he wanted to play as, WoW or as brothers do. Yeah. It was it was a dirtbag move, but he didn't want to restart his character. No, Evan or Evan. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. I played an orc in WoW. It was fun. He let me get pets, and I'm on board. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the best MMO I've ever played was Guild Wars Two. Mm-hmm. It was the most non Nate experience I've ever witnessed. Where he was like, "Okay, fuck the story. We're just gonna go around the world and collect these pets for you. Yeah, and explore new territory." I loved the environment of that yes. game, and like how certain it, like checkpoints and stuff were locked behind like puzzles yes. and how like things were hidden so you could see the square on the map but it would take you 45 minutes to figure out how and it was it and it was an you. underwater like cavern yeah yeah mm-hmm. it rewarded you for exploring we were just explorers we were charting out the map and i was leveling up at a nice pace a just re- for a rewarding just for uh, obviously yeah. we fought random monsters that were on the way but just for uh, exploring the map, I would level up. It would give you XP for that. And like, then I got really enough. into PvP. And I think you played that with me a little bit, what? too. Nick got into the PvP. Yeah, it's I don't get into the, yeah. the game. Where he was like, hey, watch crazy. this, man. Fight me real quick. And he would kill me in one second. But yeah. I don't I get like, into oh, PvP okay. and MMOs. The only two MMOs I've ever gotten into PvP were Star Wars, The Old Republic, yeah. and Guild Wars yeah. 2. Mm-hmm. Guild Wars 2 first, and then Star Wars. Mm-hmm. kind of came later. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, actually, I didn't even get into Star Wars: The Old Republic's right. PvP it until last year. It was second go mm-hmm. around on it. Yeah, yeah. Guild what Wars Two game. was my first RPG PvP that I enjoyed. Interesting. Not WoW. You didn't like the. Did not the like battle. WoW. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I liked WoW at the very beginning because I played a cleric or cleric. That the you played a torn tank at first, but then you switched to heal. Like I know you like healers and MMOs. It's yeah. like your favorite. But I think, I it think was, you play the tank first. I think it's the cleric. You always play the big beefy guy first. Because in, in Guild Wars 2, you played the char warrior yeah. first. Mm-hmm. I, I've and then you gotten like, away yeah. from that because I've realized that I never... You never enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. You always... Reali- like On your second come around, you're like, oh, wait, I actually like this better. Yeah. So, but you always used to be... Uh, but I remember the cleric was super overpowered in like the... Uh, I want to call it Blood Gulch, but that's definitely Halo. I don't remember Halo what the, too, yes. I don't remember what the default WoW PvP map is. I know exactly what 10. map you're talking about. It's I do the not only map called. you can do. Yeah. But the cleric's shield, as long as you had a team that worked together, you give a druid the flag in their like cat form. Yeah. They can sprint. You literally just bubble shield in the hole. It's amazing. Back. I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah. Yeah, it was the best thing ever. And then I also enjoyed it later because the cleric get like a, a mind control spell and you'll get maps where there's like bridges and then just cliffs to your death. So you like uh, hide there to guard like them, your yeah. pe- your character with the flag. You hit them with the mind control and you just run them off the edge of the amazing. map. <laughs> like Sea of Thieves, right? Yeah. 
in Call of Duty, like anything that has the active mic after you've murdered somebody so you can hear what they're saying about you (laughs) after you kill them. Like, if WoW had that, I can't tell you how many people would have just been screaming as their mouse and keyboard start working and they watch their guns jump off the ledge. Call of Duty is where I learned all my swear words, for sure. There's lobbies. I think, honestly, I didn't think I would like Sea of Thieves whenever I got back into it. But I think it was just like I needed something fresh, and they were, they promised me that we would just go around and murder people all game. They do, yeah. and I had so much fun just running around, blowing people's ships up, and then hearing people like, "Why are you chasing us? Why are you doing this?" <laughs> like, and I I very much put you know a couple of them out of their comfort zone because I put on all the things that like literally show people where we are in the map at all times. That it's is like a very neat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so that, but Nate did that day one too. Yeah. Whenever right. we first played. So yep. obviously we yep. were outside of it. And yep. then I, a, I was shot. I thought Nate was just humoring me where she's like, all right, like I'll play a game with you, Tyler. You play right. Tarkov, whatever. Right. Um, but like you, I mean, you took to it. Like it, it's the same thing. Like you're talking about, um, like skill caps and skill ceilings with like you know Fortnite and things like that. Right. I would argue. I mean, this, this that's why people are calling for like you know just private servers on Sea of Thieves because they don't want to deal with the people that have been playing for. If I, if I was trying to play PVE like Sea yeah. of Thieves, it sure. would be horrible. But that's the thing, and that's and that's the what you get into where you know I I don't believe Sea of Thieves has any type of matchmaking uh skill wise like skill matchmaking right um at least not that we've seen like we we all, we'll have bad nights sure like when we when we fight like good people right but more often than not like we just get hey you're new how long is oh this is your first <laughs> night like okay you poor you poor thing um where I, I think that that would be what i would love to see like video games evolve into and I, I, this is a whole other conversation right um but it, it just seems like whenever we were kids it was you know, we were just playing our, like we were our own competition, I guess. I, I don't know how yeah, to right. put that in there, but it, it's essentially like, you know, we would bash our heads against something because we had the time to do it and, yeah. we, and we would overcome things. But now it's like, you're never going to be like, however good you think you are in a game. Like if you're doing tournaments on Gears of War, if I'm doing anything in CFE, like it doesn't yeah. matter. Yep. You are just the lowest of low when it comes to like, there's going to be a thousand million people yeah. better than you. Yeah. My, absolutely. you know, my, my nephew will always run circles around me in Fortnite. I don't care what I do. Um, and I don't like, I know me personally, it's like, that's a tough pill to swallow whenever like you're playing these single player games and you're doing your own thing. And like, right. I had to, I had to swallow that pill even with Diablo, right? Like I would play Diablo. I would clear an entire map. I would do it perfectly methodically and slowly. And then the moment I played with Kyle, he, I, and I, I would, I'd be complaining to, you know, like Chelsea, like, oh, he, he ruined this game for me. Yep. This game sucks now. Kyle, uh, I'll for you. Well, no, no. But let me, let me continue. So he ruined what I perceived Diablo to be. Just as like, I was saying how I was biting my tongue where you were like, you know, like swapping your inventory and I'm like, yeah. I, I want yeah. to just scream at you right now. But you didn't. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't, but, but, but Kyle showed me a, better just with this game a better play. game yeah okay, sure well sure. not even just with the gameplay but he's like hey you don't have to worry about this we're just gonna blast through like this yeah, this doesn't okay. even matter sure sure now that's a pet peeve of mine yeah but when you kind of like let go and you say like okay let's see what this has to offer and then like so it's it's this kind of catch-22 where you don't want people to quote-unquote ruin the game for you oh i want to play the the pve you're ruining this for me you're ruining my experience why right. can't i have the experience i want right but then on the flip side of that 
you if you were just by yourself on a PVE server hitting up skeletons, you know, you're missing out on all the emergent gameplay. You're missing out on those sea chases. Like imagine if if we we attack somebody, hey, why are you chasing us? And they sink us somehow. That's the story they're gonna tell. They're never gonna tell their friends, oh yeah, and then I and then I smashed a skeleton. No, they're gonna talk about yeah. this this yeah. giant galleon that rolled up on them when they're in a little little boat and they yeah. somehow sunk us. Like that's yeah. the kind of stuff that that makes for those good stories. So it's just like, you know, for as much as we want to have the games that we want to play, it's it's how much of that do you have to kind of put on the sidelines just for like what was the developer's intention, what was their vision of the game and stuff and can you be mad about that if if it doesn't measure up to, you know, your right. expectations for it. Right. Speaking of Sea of Thieves, I found out that just to get me back into the game, Tyler and them reached out to the developers and they made an emissary which is like a guild in that game mm-hmm. that is built specifically for me. <laughs> it's called uh what the the Reapers. The Reapers. Yeah. yeah, and there you, go. you get points by killing other people, stealing their stuff and then turning it in on a specific island yeah. where people have to come and hunt you to get their stuff back the first night we played we murdered people who were like doing all like the big pve content taking their stuff and then they were literally coming to the fort to try and murder us and we would murder them go and turn some loot in murder them right. go and turn some yeah, loot in and I mean, sometimes they even bring us more stuff which was super nice of them but those are the I, stories right yes, like it's like yes. hey we we went and we sunk a, a galleon we took all their stuff and then we were literally like it was just our ship versus like three other ships, and those ships had an alliance, and they were all trying to attack us, and we killed all of them at the yeah. same time. Like yeah. that's the kind of amazing stuff that that is amazing with the multiplayer, right? But then could be the most frustrating thing in the world if you're caught on the other I, end of it. I have two thoughts about this. So the first one I immediately thought about was I feel like what you're describing is kind of the times we're living in uh, right now, in the fact that where you're like. Before, it was like LAN parties, so you only mm-hmm. measured up against your friends. But now right. we have access to the internet. We can see who's the best of the best. There's professional scenes for this shit. You, you can literally watch the streamers right. be gods at the game. So that, love. that kind of works with, with anything, right? Like mm-hmm. There will always be someone who's better than you, and we kind of knew that. But now we could see them. You could, real, you could play you know, it like we, real we, time we got or, rolled up on by so a real streamer quick, and got dumpstered by A them. topic for a future one of these is the game a streamer plays like a professional and the game we play different and if yeah, so is it good different or bad different yeah that's a that's a good topic the second point i was going to bring up is like i was saying previously i play league as my primary game right league mm-hmm. of legends to your point yes it's a completely different game at the professional level versus the level i'm playing well at. so and we'll hop off this just because i don't this sure. could be a whole sure. night conversation but Think Rainbow Six Siege. It yep. is same thing. A team oriented like, stealth game. Yep. But people who are really good at shooters and have figured out the mechanics play that game like Call of Duty. Kinda, but it's it's like Yes, what you're saying. Like you're sneaking up on people. But there's when you're playing if they're you know the mechanics sprinting. of Rainbow Six Siege, professionals will blow up the environment completely like their own rooms you know like there's mm-hmm. destructible walls yeah. they will completely destroy everything so they have the most vision possible because they understand the map so, at the at the prime but it comes down to deconstructing games yeah. and and and, and the developers the never thought like the, the developers ran. thought that we would play it like we do but at the professional level they never expected that right but where but you look at games like uh and i don't know why this stuck in my head whenever you were talking about like the ceiling and stuff like yeah, that but like yeah. you think about games like uh left for dead right where oh interesting at okay. some point 
you, you know, just the meta and you understand how the game is like played. Like speedrunners. Well, speedrunners and like if you're if you're playing like uh, against like other people and you're doing the PvP stuff where it's like, okay, I know that if I stand in this corner, I am untouchable. I will point this way. You point this way. You point it's, this way. It's the double-edged sword of making and a you good lose game. It. Right, but then because if if the game's good enough, people will play it enough where they break it. Right. That's but, the, but double the difference edge. is for a game like Fortnite, a game like Sea of Thieves, right. and Rainbow, and all these like right. live games. Like at least they can retool it, rebalance it, yes, look at the meta, it's and different. change things. But yeah. but if Fortnite wasn't as good as it was, people wouldn't be as good at it. Right. To where they sure. completely bust the game open. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so it, it is a double-edged sword where you make a really good game and people sink hours and hours and hours and hours into it and and develop the best strategies. So Yeah. But yes, that is another topic for another time. So many topics. That, that was all my questions, though. I don't know what's the... I have to, like, hold it for the, the applause. There it is. It's very nice. Excellent. If you hold that down, keep holding it, and then I'll just... Uh, we'll, we'll, like... There you go. Let it die out? Yeah. Beautiful. It's beautiful. So, um, there's a laugh track. I don't know if I'm going to keep that in there, but there, there's a laugh we track. Can, we'll keep it we can work with That's it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I think we, we kind of... That was it. We were we went all everywhere. over the place. That yeah. was just a, a rundown memory lane, but hopefully that gives a, a brief you, you glimpse on nos- where the nostalgia where we started out and you coming know, into You can it. get anywhere, but... Yeah, I mean, so, we have a ton uh, of topics. Thanks for listening there. to Couch Company, a Mass Effect podcast. Uh, <laughs> it is a, a Mass Effect <laughs> Bioware, please sponsor us. Actually, that, EA, that, you're the one who's, we'll, ones who we'll have money. Always, we're always going to come back to Mass Effect just because every that's, episode that's the game, will have right? Mass Effect in it. Guaranteed. Oh, is that the guarantee? No, probably. Oh man, <laughs> it'd be easy. You know, for the us. next one won't have sure. Mass Effect in it just because you said guarantee. Yeah, yeah. Hey, It'll maybe, be like we'll maybe. all forget about it. It's that's fine. what they want. They don't want to hear about. This I'll be so jaded from finishing Mass Effect two and not wanting to. Guys, I dropped Mass Effect. It's the worst game ever. Cool. All right. Well. um Thanks for listening. Uh, I guess we're going to wrap it up here. We we kind of hit everything ever. So uh, it was a good run. We, Three episodes. Yeah, over. I mean we're, we're we're you know we're working with it as it goes you along. Now and that's kind of the everything. Process. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up on on game news. I think next week we we pull out some of the the big headlines. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk through some of that stuff. Like I said, we're we're working on it. We're refining it as we go. And we don't uh, want to do like any of the pre podcast conversation at all. No, I think we will leave that out <laughs> forever and yep. ever. And um, we'll uh, we'll talk about uh, so we'll talk about news next week. Yes. We'll, uh, probably about two weeks. We'll we'll go through our I, final I kinda fantasy get, spoiler cast. Of, yes, I'm really excited for that. I will. I kind of want to get to know uh, what's going on, yeah. and then tell you about how eight. If is anyone worse, is good at uh, pretending to be interested in things, it's it's you. <laughs> it's Nate. He is very as a good salesman. He's very good at pretending about being interested. But yeah, we'll um we'll get into that in future episodes. I would like to get into more games that we do, some improv stuff. We'll yeah, start working absolutely. working that in. I think that'll be fun. Get and a fourth uh, in our rotating chair here. And yes, do like we'll, a, we'll get a fourth. I think a, a guest would be good. But let uh, me know whenever you're going to do the Star Wars Galaxies episode, and I'll bring Ryan so you two can talk. Oh and my gosh, like, you, my guys, you guys can just sit back and we'll regale <laughs> you. I would be of, in, of man, because that sounds days. like the best time ever. Yeah. But not to get ahead of ourselves. All right, so we will um, be back next oh, week. Oh, Gerard wants yeah. to do yeah. one next still week. Too. We got we got and so I much. Have we have a lot of friends to get in. Yeah, it'll be right. exciting. But remember, Gerard. We just say what day, and he's uh, we'll he wants to do one. I know. Gerard said, "I want to do a podcast." That's what I'm saying. He gets so, a, he yeah. has to pick the topic now. So we he has to pick out. the topic. All right. He's very finicky, but 
yes, next week we'll be back. We're trying to do a weekly thing. We're we're trying to uh, work with this, see what what our style is. So we appreciate you you bearing with us, and um, we'll be back next week and uh, new topic. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Bye. <laughs>